Oh shit, nobody can hear you guys. I just realized. Ha ha! Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Now they can hear you. You can't hear Tommy. You shouldn't be able to hear any of them. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. It was just the me show. I fucked yeah. up. Because I have to, during the intro, turn your guys' mics off. And uh, you should be good now. Point is, Miss Potato Head, nobody, ca- nobody plays with Miss Potato Head. Nobody cares about Dr. Seuss. They're not canceling anything. Because nobody fucking cares. Yeah, they're dumb arguments. So nobody cares. Who cares no about fucking cares. Looney Tunes? You know what I? Ca- oh, I actually, I I'll, I'll, I'll take. I do care about the the Space Jam stills oh, that I saw. <laughs> are you gonna make that this made gross? me happy? Are you gonna make this gross about Lola Bunny? I wasn't going anywhere near Lola Bunny. Okay, I see where your head's at, though. No, but because no. that's all my timeline was was Lola Bunny don't got no big old titties no more. And I'm like, why, no, guys? It's not what you were supposed to watch Space I mean, Jam for. It's not even that she's that's not what, hot anymore. JJ, <laughs> that might not be what what sold me the ticket, but that's why I stayed in my seat. Okay. <laughs> well, you haven't seen about? the movie yet, JJ, so you don't know. You I've know, seen enough see to it. know it's trash. <laughs> We get to see Bugs Bunny in 3D. Am I the only one who... who Don Cheadle is no Bill Murray. I will say that. Well, no <laughs> shit. But I mean, and LeBron James is no MJ. But I mean, we're not complaining about that. But then, but, in the, but the equivalents are there. Like, Bill Murray was the top of the 90s comedy game. Don Cheadle... I don't even know why Don Cheadle's in there. It feels like Seth Rogen, then maybe. I that would be like, funny as fuck. I feel like Don Cheadle's just friends with LeBron James, and he just flexed and got him in the movie. I guess, but that would be funny. <laughs> I can't play basketball. <laughs> Why couldn't Seth Rogen be? Now oh, I want Seth Rogen in Space Jam. You should have lobbied for it. This I should have lobbied. He's, he's too busy making bases and arguing with Ted Cruz on Twitter. I'm okay <laughs> with him doing that, though. <laughs> Time well spent, I guess. But um, no, the world is stupid. Those bases are cool. Bases they are. <laughs> It has been on my uh, short list now because I don't have a lot of reasons to visit the West Coast. I just don't. Um, uh, I want to smoke his weed. It's for sale now. And I think starting next month, I think. Yeah. Houseplant. Nice. That's the thing. I forgot it was legal in California, like all the times I went back. And I was just like, oh, I could have just been smoking weed or, or enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> enjoying it. I don't even smoke. I thought Perhaps. you were going to say something like, oh, now that it's legal, it's kind of like not as fun anymore. Uh, I <laughs> so mean, it took some of the fun out of it. I mean, I seem like the type. I know, because the thing is, is that I, now I don't have that added paranoia of the cops. So that that's well, you still do. You're still a fucking, what, 6'5 Mexican dude. You, yeah. you still do. Yeah, but I mean, you're in the same boat as me, homie. <laughs> so if you piss off the FBI enough, they can still get you for it. Fair enough. But the idea <laughs> is, Tommy. Most cops won't mess with me because it's like more of a fight because I'm six four. So they're like, do I want to fuck with this guy? We really have to try. Let's like, just shoot him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, dude, getting hit by a billy club in the shins won't make you six four no more. Nah. <laughs> nah, it's my voice, guys. I have the the perfect white Anglo voice, the the, the tello teleprompter telemarketer voice, dude. It's gotten me out of a ticket before. I, I, I crossed it. A, it's a, a double straight up. NPR voice. A double yellow line. I crossed. I was like late to work and I was like, skirt. And then the cops pulled me over and I'm in like just after college. I'm and getting, so I, I can't eat right now. Thank you, though. <laughs> Good thing we're in the pre show. And so the cops come up to my window. I'm like reaching for my fucking license like a dumbass. And so they put their hands on their guns and I'm like, oh no, here we go. <laughs> and so then they roll the window down and I go, sorry, I'm just a little nervous. First time being pulled over. And they go, so are we. And I'm like, okay. Don't shoot. <laughs> don't shoot me That's please god sign. please yeah. god well because apparently i guess a week before like somebody like shot at a cop from 
uh, uh, regular traffic stop. So they're all on edge. And so then I was like, uh, where are you headed? Oh, I'm headed. I'm headed to work, uh, ma'am. And then she was like, where do you work? And I was like, so it was a girl cop. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the Apple store. And they're like, oh, the Apple store. Are you a genius? So lie. If you say you're going to work, say you work at the Apple store because it disarms cops. And just know a little bit about Apple products just in case they ask you questions. That saved my ass. Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> the, they, the tone shifted from this Mexican's going to murder us, so we need to murder him first, to, oh, he could help me with my phone. Yeah. Uh, and then they got me for not having insurance. Uh, no, I had insurance. <laughs> I didn't have my insurance card on me. So they were like, oh, okay, well, you got to go. So you still got a ticket? Yeah, but it wasn't so a fucking. You didn't get out of it. Yeah, you but didn't that, get ticket, out. You didn't that ticket is easy to get out of because yeah. when you show up to your court date, you're just like, I did have insurance on this day. Here's my proof. Yeah, it was like 50 bucks. Then they left right. me alone. That was it. That's a win. But anyway. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking the Apple Store doesn't have as much pull as you think, as you say. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Double Yellow Line would have been like something bad. It would have been like. Bro, $400. my license was expired. I had a broken taillight and uh, I didn't renew the sticker. And I still got let off with a warning. All I had was a Spider-Man hoodie and a, a Star Wars lunchbox. And my, that was enough for the cops to be like, this guy's cool. I'm going <laughs> to let you off with a warning. <laughs> <laughs> what is up? Needs to draw. Juan Solo's in the chat. We're just doing some pre-game, pre-show warm-ups. But you know what? I think that's it. Because Tommy, I know, wants to get into coming to America, too. He's so excited. Do. So let's right. go. So let's go ahead, and we're gonna hit a quick break, real quick, just to break up the thing, and then we'll come back and introduce the whole show. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Welcome, everybody, to the show. I'm Sammy Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Excellence. Welcome. It's not even my show. I don't even know why I'm even introducing this whole thing. Because this is McGrew's Views. Oh, there he is. It is. Why did you this this time? Oh, that's your Muppets. Okay. Y'all should have done a little. Loose hands better. Loose hands. This is something completely different. Donald Trump does. That's the Donald Trump. No, Donald Trump is the palms out alternating. He said a lot of weird things. Sammy. It's very, <laughs> it's very fucking weird. Welcome, everybody, to McGrew's Views. Tom and McGrew down below. Yeah. Marcos to the left of me. JJ diagonally. And we are going to be talking about spoiler version, spoiler reviews of both Juan Division and coming to, I'm sorry, coming to America because we're apparently back in the 90s in terms of naming movies. Yeah. So. We're going to start with Coming to America because I didn't see it. Uh, and uh, TJ, TJ, who was supposed to be here, had a gaming tournament that he forgot about, which I got to say is a pretty damn nerdy excuse. I'm not going to lie. That's just because you can't enter a tournament. No, I'm not good enough to enter a, a fucking gaming tournament. But the fact that I meant that's like any tournament, any tournament. I could get into a podcasting tournament and be most. <laughs> That's not most in terms of production, pro am tournament. I'm not a pro. Like if I if it was in the terms contest, of a tournament that you're making up, yes, of course you could win. Yeah, of course, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> MC I'm still skills. my money on the other guy, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> tournament round one, Martin Thomas. Fuck. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm, I don't have what, what would a podcast <laughs> tournament look like? You have ten minutes to put on a good show. No, it I would don't know. sound like this, pretty much. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See, guys, and the thing is, you need a good team, and you guys would blow it for me. That's why you guys can't be in my tournament because you would just ruin everything. I would recruit Martin. He'd be against you. Uh, if JJ, a no, no. If you know a, he has to rep the other brand. He's not gonna go. He's not gonna. Go. No, he's gonna turn heel on us. <laughs> no, I think I think I can convince him. I think I can convince Martin to join my team. Not like he's getting paid either. He's getting paid one way, but I don't care. <laughs> I'll go to Louisiana, get him some uh, uh, pork cracklings, and then we'll call it an even. And that's the thing. Me and him have that's our that's our uh, our pact. Anytime any one of us goes to New Orleans. Or Louisiana, just generally, we have to bring back some pork cracklings for the other, free of charge. And so, um, long story short, I would bring him three pounds of pork cracklings, and he would do my bidding, is what I'm saying. And he'd be my teammate. He'd be my John Stockton to the Carl Malone in the NBA Jam of the tournament of podcasting. I think even if that team existed, you're Scottie Pippen and he's MJ. Yeah, I'm thinking that's close enough. No. You're not the mailman. If anything, he would be the mailman and you would be Stockton. That's fine. I'll wear the short shorts. I don't care. John Stockton's amazing. Actually, as a matter of fact, that's a little bit better. He he leads the NBA history in assists. And so I would just be throwing him up for Martin and he'd just be slamming him down. There you go. And that's tournament winning podcasting. But anyway, (laughs) Marcos, what tournament could you enter and compete in? Keeping your camera focused? (laughs) <laughs> wrist tournament i'd win that you couldn't win a wrist tournament yes i could and a worms tournament you could not win a worms tournament the reason why you beat me tournament. in worms is because you know how to play the game and you know all the all the uh actual uh, right. requirements for a tournament <laughs> <laughs> i could also win a, a car demolition tournament in the sense of like games like vigilante 8 and metal gear i mean no twisted metal metal, metal gear <laughs> twisted metal i could win a metal gear solid tournament <laughs> I could probably this do this goes could, into um, maybe something that might be our top five next week. Uh, what games would you challenge the devil at? Mario Kart. Go and Call of Duty. Uh, <laughs> Jacks. Oh, yeah. All right, great grandpa. Hey, if the devil is a Gen Z, you will win that. Hey, so. I know. Hey, what's hard to play with horns? <laughs> <laughs> oh, limbo. Do a limbo. <laughs> limbo because back Sam's already at a disadvantage being 6'5. He's <laughs> Yeah, but I don't have stupid horns. That's my one advantage. I don't have stupid horns. But anyway. If he looks like the devil in legend, you would win. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The one like the the Diablo 2 yeah, big ass. You know? Exactly. Yeah. But if he looks like the devil in Lucifer, you're like fucked. Yeah, you are. He'd be suave and he would just win everything. <laughs> so, so we have to make a definition of what the devil looks like and what he's doing i don't know he i mean he thought he could play fiddle and he lost to some asshole so i mean it's not like he's like the best at you anything know that song has a sequel right and he loses he wins the sequel <laughs> is that charlie daniels did he write it no johnny cash i think well, wrote fuck it. johnny cash he was in a ring hey. of fire anyway he already <laughs> lost he already lost of course he's in the ring of fire fuck johnny cash and his dumb face <laughs> fuck prison I don't know. <laughs> that, was, that was the only thing I knew that Johnny Cash did was he went to prison. The only country oh, singer famous for cutting a record in California, and you're shitting on him. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about Johnny Cash. Hey, you guys don't Johnny have a Cash. lot of artists, Sammy. Like, what are you talking about? Santana? 
All of the Bay Area rappers. One. All of the L.A. rappers. <laughs> got one. Richie Valens. Because Come Richie on. Valens. If you if you got it's Richie Valens, if that's if you're pulling from that tree, Sam, you've already lost. Who? Wait. What does Lagrange have? Or te- well, Texas? Shit. I'm talking about. Oh, we got Destiny's Child. Let's see. Who cares about Beyonce. Destiny's Child? Yeah, Beyonce alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say won. nobody cares about. <laughs> <laughs> Beyonce and Willie Nelson, done. There you go. Willie Nelson's a dumb pothead. Right doesn't on. do anything. Casey Musgraves. Who the hell is Casey Musgraves? She's very, She's a famous country singer. She's a woman. Just, That's probably why you don't know her. No, you show this bastard. Wait, is this a woman or because she's a country singer? Pick your Lizzo. battles. We got Lizzo, Megan Thee Stallion. Drowning Pools in Dallas. Yeah. I don't like music. but do you, I bet you there's lots of... Californian artist that I just no, there is you you somehow you already lost just because you're not good at thinking on this terrible. quick Red Hot Chili but you didn't even mention Tupac that's <laughs> because <laughs> technically Tupac's from New York Trey, really all the NWA you could have mentioned you are terrible you should be ashamed to be a Californian sir and we don't want you so I don't know where your home is <laughs> I can say shit to that. That was mean as fuck. (laughs) And and, uh, Tommy is fired from the website. (laughs) This is a show. This is now semi. We're never going to make it to the final four in the tournament now. God damn it. Let's get it together. This is tournament time, guys. Squad up. You guys were talking about getting matching bomber jackets so we can compete in tournaments. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> you were talking about the about the gaming tournament, getting TJ like a uniform. Yeah, I talked about getting TJ a jersey, not matching. We're all gonna have a matching bomber jersey. We are all, well. That is our uniform. God damn it! If you don't have them, you guys have, have to pay for your own. By the way, so you guys are these sweet, sweet bomber jackets. God damn it! And you're gonna pay for it. Fucking and travel like it. team football is this shit. Exactly. It's better than making you guys dress in suit and ties every time we podcast, all right? Who would watch that shit? Uh Ben Shapiro. I mean, that podcast was tried by an associate, so Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh no. And I, I was on it and wore a suit. Yeah. Did oh. Tommy wore a button up? He didn't wear a suit. I think he just wore a nice button up, didn't yeah, you? I did. I did. <laughs> So there was a podcast that me and Tommy were both on where <laughs> the gentleman who ran it was wearing a nice suit and tie. And so I wear a nice suit and tie. And I saw Tommy was on the show and you were wearing like just a regular college shirt. I was, I was like, told to wear a suit and tie and I declined. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I can't do that. So Bomber Jackson is what I got, Marcos. All right. You fucker. But anyway, it's time to go yes. into our first review, which is going to be coming to America. Starring two. Eddie Murphy, too. Sorry, Eddie Murphy. Call coming to Zamunda, but that's neither here yeah. nor there. <laughs> that's a way better title. <laughs> One of many problems. We'll and, and mind you, this is going to be a spoiler discussion. So uh, go see it if you haven't already seen it. If you've seen it, stick around. If you get mad at us for having not seen it, shut up. That's all I got to say about that. And, and let's be fair. It, it, as far as movies go and spoilers, this one, it's okay. You even know it's gonna happen. I don't know it's gonna happen from like five minutes in, so it's fine. Yeah. So like, the it's <laughs> not like fucking. I I can go through this entire plot of in probably four or five sentences. So Eddie Murphy's happy. Um, Wesley Snipes shows up and is like, "Hey, I'm gonna kill everything." And it kills the show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
and then he's like, all right, um, none of my daughters want to marry your kids, so I got to find this other kid that, that I apparently created in a subplot line that doesn't really fit in the first movie. And so he comes over. Then it's like a Bollywood film for him a little bit. <laughs> what? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, That's this movie accurate. has Bollywood. <laughs> 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 and, um, yeah, nothing works out, and somehow everyone's okay at the end of it. Can I say that better myself? Like that's that's pretty much it. Yeah, that sounds exhilarating. Sounds exhilarating. Well, so here's it's, what I know: a series of SNL plots, I mean sketches, taped to each other that becomes a movie. That sounds awful. That's Night at the Roxbury, and how dare you? It's Night hey. at the Roxbury Superstar. <laughs> I don't watch well, those, man. well, those have their place in the late '90s, early 2000s. Does it work in 2020? Because here's the thing, uh, what I know, you know, he's in Zamunda living his life. Do you have a son in America? And then they go to America and then there's the old barbershop people. And then uh, I'm assuming some other characters. Uh, Mar- Marcos, you were mad that Louis Anderson's still alive. And I oh, took umbrage with that. Jesus I love Louis Anderson. <laughs> I'm not mad that he's still alive. I'm mad this is how I know he's still alive and that John Candy is dead. Well, it's, it's John Candy like <laughs> two days ago or a day ago, but still. Oh. Julie Anderson's a goddamn national treasure. Life with Louie? That's a great show. It, it is. I love that cartoon. I, I oh. wanted Life with John Candy. I'm sorry. It's not, It's just the overall thing, overweight uh, white com- comedians from the 80s, they're all dead. Like, I, I thought for sure Louie Anderson was dead. He's he not lost dead. Weight, to be fair. And, <laughs> and yeah, Marco, you don't think that I would trade Louie Anderson for Chris Farley or John Candy or John Belushi? Yes, I would, but he's what we got. He's still alive, so we'll be happy. And Kevin James kind of got buff. Can we don't use him? Like <laughs> we don't use him. Properly, we don't. We don't is. use Louis Anderson properly. That Galifianakis show. Oh, he was baskets. He got like nominated for Emmys for that. That's show. right, he did. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, well. But anyway, this is not and the his brother was a safe cracker apparently. Oh. Well, this hey, is not... we ever have some Louis Anderson trivia? JJ's on my. <laughs> well, this is. Not I the... knew he was alive. <laughs> God damn it, guys! I'm trying to transition away. I'm trying to transition away from the Louis Anderson talk. So I'm coming to baby. America. It's it's him and Wesley Snipes. They're the two best parts of the movie. I'm sorry. Is, there, is, is that really the case? No, no, that, not really. But... Okay, <laughs> so 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 they got to go back to America for the sun. So. You're telling me that it's just a bunch of sketches put in a row, a couple ideas they had. Now, I watched the interview of Colbert and Arsenio Hall, and Arsenio Hall was like, hey, man, I don't, I don't know if, if I want to do a movie again about this whole franchise or whatever, and I don't ever want to revisit it unless it's the right material. And he goes, man, we got the right material here. It's so good to be back after all these years. Is that a real assessment for this movie? Did they have the right material or is this a yes? And the right material was a dump truck full of money in front of Arsenio <laughs> Hall's house. That is true. Right. That's true. But to be fair, it did look like they were genuinely having fun making this. I think that's what the material was. Just can we have fun making this shit? And in in Eddie Murphy's case, put in as little effort as possible. That motherfucker <laughs> got his he got his Adam Sandler on in this bitch. That's what it was. This was Eddie Murphy's Adam Sandler movie, to where he just gets the layback let everybody else kind of do the work and collect that check and chill and be a king in a movie. Yeah. 
that sounds like that. <laughs> that sounds really embarrassing considering everyone tells me coming to America the first one is one of the greatest classic. comedies of all time. The first one's really good, yeah. It was my it's my father's favorite movie, and that's gonna come into play in this review. Oh no. <laughs> this is legit a dad movie. Like if yes. there's any redeeming way that this is really enjoyable, it's if you watch it with your dad and your dad loved coming to America. Like that would be like, about it. Like this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah like i don't have any memories or any knowledge i haven't seen the first one so i'm i'm only going off of the things i kind of vaguely know about it uh i was gonna say whack arnold's that's not it mcdowell's uh yeah, sexual yeah. chocolate um what else do i know about coming to america yeah, so glow soul glow <laughs> So do all, does all that stuff come back again? Because they have to? Not enough soul glow. It's just little yeah. references to soul glow. I don't think we, the jingle was in there, which no, is very disappointing. Just... Yeah, that that was the most disappointing part well, What me. these reboots slash sequels slash soft reboots, whatever, they have to bring back all the old things that everyone loves, which in this case, it sounds like they brought back the entirety of the cast. Damn near every, everything, yeah. I, I saw that James Earl Jones was in a bed, like, looking like he was dying. Is he Is he dying? Is James Earl Jones <laughs> elderly? Probably, let me, please let me, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> so, like, he has the voice of God, Darth Vader, Mufasa. Vader. And the now, voice of God is in here also. We'll oh, that's get right. To that. But, but like, I've heard some voiceover of him lately, and he sounds a little weak. Like, he's elderly. He's, he's like fine. 90. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you don't want Mufasa to be 90. I, I you want him to be strong in to his be voice. The, to be the last surviving member of the Star Wars cast. It's him and Harrison Ford. And, I mean, and Mark, Mark Hamill. And my money's on Mark Hamill, to be honest. (laughs) And Anthony Daniels is around dicking around, that asshole. I'm C-3PO. Fuck everybody. Yeah, yeah, he is, too. But, but, Tommy. And we've retroactively accepted Ewan McGregor into the original series. (laughs) (laughs) I'll allow it. But, so, so James Earl Jones, is he a dead old man? Is it sad? He's a dying old man, and and it's sad in kind of the word I would I would use to describe the scene in which he perishes. Uh, it's bizarre. It's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen in a movie. Maybe. <laughs> uh, basically, he says, "Son, I'm dying. Like I'll tell you when I'm gonna die. I know when it's coming. But in the meantime, I want to see my own funeral." So that's another Bollywood number. Yes, I said another. It's like five. So we got so we got that. So he's in his coffin like this, alive, mind you. And we got Gladys Knight, Salt and Pepper makes an appearance. Uh, a couple yep. of more people, I believe. A plethora of dancers. Uh, it's extravagant. And you know, he's like, you know what? I like this. I will die now, son. And he just dies in the coffin, already set up perfectly. Like they can have an actual funeral with the fake funeral. Lock him up in the coffin. Dump him in the ground. And Eddie Murphy's King now. That sounds kind of cool, though. I'm not going to lie. Look, it was so, to me, anyways, I'm pretty sure Marco didn't feel this way. <laughs> it was so bold to me. It was so bold and weird. I'm like, you know what? I'm with this. Like, this I'm is try- what like, kind of movie I'm watching right now. Okay. I, I, I think I told you guys uh, last couple of weeks, I've been just kind of tripping about death now that we're on the, at least for me, now getting the second COVID shot. I'm on the other side of having to think about it so often. I mean, you can still, like, 
any plethora of accidents. Oh yeah, happen. I know. Oh yeah, okay. any time. <laughs> but 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 the I mean, even though like a car accidents are a real high percentage anyway, they got safety features and shit. But like COVID, you get it, whatever. So like, I just been thinking about it and how it would be. And like James Earl Jones, you know, God bless him, he's going on his own time. He's ninety goddamn years old. Yeah. So like, to get to that point and be like, I want to see my own funeral. Yo, this shit is dope. People are crying yeah. for real. Yeah, this is about time to go. I, I, what, else, what else do I need to see? I'll save, uh, I'll save them the trouble. You know? Yeah. Well, no, but it's like you, you get to see how people would react at the time of your death, and then yeah. you can and then you can be at peace, yeah, right? You can just go. You can see a slice of your legacy because legacy is something that people want but never see. Yeah. So it's like, oh wow, people I thought, thought it was, was a fun shit. scene. That sounds interesting so. to me. It sounds neat. And again, it's, to it's me, one of, it's one of the highlights for me. I put it is. Top yeah. Yeah, like the the beginning is probably the strongest part of the movie i feel mm-hmm. because that's when you get the most wesley snipes <laughs> <laughs> wesley is a highlight for sure <laughs> he, he is a welcome addition but like no to me i'll just start by saying look i'm biased as fuck with this movie first of all because it was my dad's favorite movie it's one of the first memories i have of with my dad watching this fuck watching the original coming to america and we had probably watched a hundred fucking times, you know, between the time I can remember and his death. And it was, he loved the movie. So coming into this, I was already going to probably, you know, like it more than I probably should. Mm-hmm. Even though I've heard everything, <laughs> you know, terrible about it. I was just like, okay, it's probably going to be bad. But I started watching it and the weirdest thing happened to me as I was watching it. I got the feeling like I was watching a Christmas movie. honestly i did like it it felt like watching a christmas movie for at least me as a black kid whose father's favorite movie was coming to america and that movie just has a special place in my heart for just many reasons and like yeah that's what it felt like it's bad it's fucking bad and so a lot of christmas movies you're gonna tell me home alone is a good movie on its own (laughs) merits it's not it's really not so it had that like i can see every flaw I don't give a flying fuck. I can't believe I'm sitting here watching Coming to America 2. Goddamn, I wish Tommy Sr. was here watching it with me because I know the parts he would laugh at. This is great. And it's a total bad movie. And I think that's what it's for. This movie, it's just a love letter to itself. That's what it is. (laughs) It's a love letter to Coming to America and to all the people who just love that movie and put it on a pedestal. That's what this movie is for. And for that, to me, it worked. And that was the lens I looked at it through. That's so crazy because a lot, I guess a lot of people tell me this movie or the first one anyway, is like the absolute one of the best comedies ever. And I'm always wary with older comedies because comedy changes so quickly. What's funny at one time is may not be funny another time. So I've always been real hesitant to watch this one, but a lot of people hold it in high regard. Going back to the interview I saw with Arsenio Hall and Colbert, they were talking about how, um, people would have like pop-up McDowell stands or coming to American nights and people would be lined out the fucking door at these clubs or at these restaurants that were having these things. And so it's still present. It's always been present in kind of the, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, I guess the pub, uh, uh, God damn it. There's a specific word for it. Um, Kind of the zeitgeist. Zeitgeist. Thank you, JJ. American (laughs) zeitgeist. So um, with this, it's like, I guess you wouldn't call it striking while the iron's hot because it never cooled down, you know? <laughs> no, it never really did. And so, and so, like, Tommy, you're a diehard fan of this for other yeah. reasons. I mean, it's a great comedy, the first one anyway, but this one, tugging on those nostalgia strings. It does. For, like, 
you, JJ, and Marcos, who have seen the first one and then watching this one, I mean, what is that like not having those same types of memories or just looking at it as just a modern movie, like a regular new movie that is a follow-up to something that's, what, 40 years old at this point? Damn near. Almost, uh, yeah. No, uh, I think it came out in 1988. I looked it up today. 88, yeah. You look up the... It's as old as I am. Right. But um, I actually, I don't have the same affection that Tommy has, but I do have a very similar affection that my dad really loved this movie. Uh, well, the first one. So it just comes in line with a lot of other dad movies. Like the the one that comes to mind the most, and it's exactly what Tommy was talking about. Like it's a holiday movie. It came out in December so that you could watch it after Christmas and you ain't got fucked shit to do after uh, eating. And that was Grudge Match, which is a love letter to Rocky and uh, Raging Bull mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then it takes all of it and makes it like funny and goofy for dads. And that's what this is, I think, just a different source material. That's yeah. I'm, the thing about it, the thing about it is really the worst thing you could say about it is it's just mediocre or it just plays it too safe. And that's what I thought. I'm like, okay, it's just they did everything safe here. There's no fucking threat or consequence, really. It's supposed to be Wesley Snipes, and you don't feel that. You're just laughing at Wesley Snipes. So you know it's no real, you know, it's it's nothing there. Like it's no the movie ends with him just changing his mind. That's like, all. <laughs> It's it's you're not gonna be on the edge of your seat nervous about something happening, and that it, you're just watching it. You're watching these characters that you haven't seen in forever, and you're watching what they're doing now. And at least for me, that was enough. Like because, like I said, it does nothing to offend you. It, it's total fan service. It just it panders to every fan of the fucking original. So you can't, if you're a fan of it, you can't really hate it. The most you could say is, okay, it's mediocre. They didn't do anything new or different or special. But to me, I didn't give a fuck. Like, I, I ate all that shit up. Like, oh, yeah, oh, I remember that. Oh, he's in here again. Oh, he said the line. <laughs> like, I ate that shit up completely. Tommy, that's real embarrassing, man. We can't no talk shit. about that. I'm not t- proud of this. We talk about that shit with other movies, right? I know. Where, where it's like, <laughs> you know, and, and I guess everyone has that Achilles heel of, it's for yeah. me, so I'm going to like it, you know, like, but at a certain point, you got to ask more. Did you not just hear the shit I said about my dad? No, with this, <laughs> no. It gets every fucking pass in the book, Sammy. Every single pass. Like, if this was my child, this would be the child that makes straight A's, does everything right, mm-hmm. and the one time, okay, they got drunk and, like, you know, rammed a car into the house or something. I should be very mad at it, right? At my child. I should be t- like, you, you ran a car into the house because you were drunk, but you've done everything right thus far. You hold a special place in my heart. So I'll let this one slide. Don't tell your brother. Well, Tommy. Don't tell your brother Tyler Perry movie. You know? <laughs> well, see, well, Tommy, I'm concerned that it, this is the kid that the drunk drives. He gets girls pregnant when he's 16 and he's like, you're like, ah, he's, he's my son. I love him anyway. Despite his flaws. It could be that <laughs> where he's that all kid. bad. He's all no, bad, but you just love him. JJ, I need, I, I need your help with this one. Cause I, I, you feel, I always feel like you're true neutral in a lot of these situations. Um, what did you think of it generally? Generally for as much crap as I've been talking, it's not terrible, right? Like it's not the worst comedy I've ever seen. And yeah, it does do the whole, like, this is a nostalgia trip. This is going to be a whole lot of callbacks. This is going to be, hey, remember when we went to Queens? 
Remember when they went to the nightclub? Remember Peaches and she's the best and all the <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff comes back. And for me, I think a lot of the jokes really, really landed at the beginning because you're you're kind of like, all right, like this is I'm getting some old and you're mixing in some new. Wesley Snipes is cool. I I I like where you're going with him. Then in the middle, it kind of drags. And the jokes just don't land as much as they were at the beginning. Like, I feel like a lot of the writing, a lot of the new material that Arsenio was talking about, like the, the right material that they had, was at the beginning. And then they were like, okay, let's let everyone else carry it from now on. Because I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, I think the, the main issue with the movie is that the first one is carried a lot by Arsenio and Eddie Murphy because they're, they're the main characters, right? And they're also like the dudes in the barbershop. They play a bunch of different characters throughout the movie. Right. In this one, it's not really their story anymore. Eddie Murphy had, uh, Prince Hakim had his story and it was funny and it was told. This is the, this story still involves him, but it's more almost the story of Zamunda than anything else. It's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But That's... all in all, it's not a bad movie, right? Like, <laughs> like to, to, I'm not giving it as many passes as Tommy. Yeah, I, I'm giving it, I'll, I admit, I'm giving it a hella pass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably not going to rate this as high as Tommy, but I'm also not going to give it like the bottom tier rating whatever it is we we come up with right look well, well, know, big, go- well here big guy jordan asked can this movie be good going from rated r to pg-13 did it need you no it didn't need r. r yeah i don't think, I don't think movie it would even be r today really yeah yeah really the first one really isn't that offensive like yeah it's just it was kind of an off rating so i mean it's some f-bombs drop but I mean, no, it didn't need to be. There's F-bomb and fucking Charmin commercials at this point. Like Nobody, nobody cares <laughs> about F-bombs. You really, you kind of stop even noticing. You're like, oh, this is PG-13. Like, because, I mean, it's still some somewhat crude. I mean, it's a kind of a man rape situation in this movie. Yeah. That would totally, <sighs> would have flown totally with the original. Not so much with this one, but it's what they got. So well, you I mean, got the analogy did make me laugh. That was one of those jokes. It was, where I was, like, it was the old shock. That, that joke was even in the movie. That whole scene was my, personally, Marco mentioned his favorite scene. That was my favorite scene. Cause that was totally the scene that I expected. Sort of. I saw it. Cause I figured the whole, what? like I figured that scene in the club was going to be the linchpin to this movie. And, and sure enough it was, but I was very surprised and pleasantly surprised to see that they used the Marvel technology and de-age the fuck out yeah. of both Arsenio and and Eddie Murphy to fill in the blanks of that of that scene back in the day. Because it look, this movie looked like from the trailers that it wasn't a lot of money put in. Bullshit. It was, it was a lot, lot of, of fucking money. money put into this. And you Just can tell it was cameos. made. Yeah, the cameos alone. Shout out to Morgan Freeman, who hasn't done much in a while. Happy to see him. <laughs> I'm also in some world, marching and <laughs> There's no more ice, to- JJ. There's no more ice for the penguins to march in. He's got to go to oh, Zamunda. Yeah, no, this movie was made for the big screen, and you totally tell. And it's one of the few movies that I've seen since the whole pandemic to where, you know, it's kind of the movies that I suppose in theaters at home now was the first one that I pictured in a movie theater. Like, fuck, I wish I could have seen this in a movie theater. It's not great, but that movie theater vibe probably would have helped it more 
I mm. think, because it's a lot of lavish, you know, set pieces in here. Well, I mean, and Tommy, let's be honest here. Nothing beats a black movie theater experience. so let's let's be real like i'm not even saying that as a disparaging thing at all it's just the truth it's part of it right so let's put it this way me me and me and Corey watched uh one of the tyler i think tyler perry medea funeral or whatever i think that was the the, the, one of the more recent ones i mean i think three years ago and it it was it was at a it was in florida and there was a a different crowd there that was really enjoying it where me and him were just kind of like the fuck is going on here man <laughs> and so with this at least with all those throwbacks you'd have people you know excited about seeing the things that they recognize uh characters that they love and and, and miss and haven't seen in a while like you said um but going once back again to the chat it's the big guy jordan let's be honest this movie was straight dumpster ju- dumpster truck juice <laughs> is that is I, that I the will, case because you guys are you guys are really saying thing. you guys are really saying man it's not that bad it's not so bad but you're not saying it's good by any means it's, it's not i, I, I love actually, it for all the wrong reasons so i mean <laughs> okay. but no the thing is if this movie would have came out in theaters around january ish the dump season it would have mm. been number one probably for three weeks i predict it would have made some money yeah, yeah, I could see that because, like I said, it's it's bad. I think it's gonna be bad for some people because holy shit, that movie, the original, is so good, right? And you shouldn't even make this. This is an insult to even make this, right? And I think they thought that too, writing it, because you could tell the people who wrote this are fans of the fucking movie, mm-hmm. and they were like, okay, we're gonna make the most least offensive shit. To even if you don't like it, you can't be like, all right, well, you know, <laughs> I hate that this exists and this ruins the original. It's not gonna ruin the original for you at all. And okay. just pretend it doesn't you exist that, if you really care. You could, but you could easily pretend it doesn't exist and move on with your life. Very similarly to the Devil Went Down to Georgia sequel. You can just forget it never existed and it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. I, I, I do gotta give a, a shout out to my actual favorite scene, because I said that was one of my favorite. And it's just when uh the kid calls Arsenio Hall a future slave. Yes. <laughs> that was probably my favorite line Damn. of the whole movie. You look like that a future my... America. You look like a future slave. <laughs> you look like a slave from the future, yeah. But yeah, I, I I took note of that that burn. That was that one had me laughing pretty hard. So <laughs> uh, I guess Final thoughts on the movie? I guess I mean because you guys aren't really going into the details. You're saying it's a Bollywood movie. I'm assuming there's just lots of random musical numbers. Five musical numbers. There's a lot movie. of random musical numbers. They have animals obviously but they're not real <laughs> yeah i saw an elephant animals yeah that was yeah. like oh that looks fake like they can't have animals on the yeah. set anymore. They, they shot this shit in georgia like on green screens but yeah whatever you know it's <laughs> i'll take it again i'll i guess i'll give my rating last we'll, we'll, yeah we'll let marco take it away marco go ahead with your rating we're going we're going one through ten and then you can give your reason why uh, one through ten. All right, yeah. uh, it's going to be a three point eight. I mean, I've seen worse movies. It. <laughs> it's just a little less than okay. Like I would say, a four is an okay rating. It's not a bad. It's not a terrible movie. Let me. Okay, actually, here, here, here. This, since we're doing this for the first time, let's get some ground rules on what our our one movie, our five movie, and our ten movie are for each of us. That way, people can kind of have an idea of what it means. Because three out of ten is that's way below average. That's way below average, though. An average okay. movie is like 
Uh, okay, for my example, I, I have averages five. <laughs> okay, well, so let's five from me. So let's put it that way. So my zero movie would be like Avatar: The Last Air or The Last Airbender. Okay. Uh huh. My middle movie would be something like, um, Jesus Christ. It would be something. Mine would be Joe Dirt. <laughs> yeah you know what number a five movie a five movie would be mr deeds it's on tv i'll leave it on oh, and i won't great. mind and no but you leave it on you'll get yeah. some you'll get something out of it but you don't care if it's on or off a 10 yeah. movie for me is like children of men uh or guns, or um a blazing saddles things like that so that's my threshold so that's a good one so Last... we're only doing one five or ten no, oh no, no that's our, Th- that's we're, we're just explaining the oh thing. i got you right okay. because because a five to, to marco's could be something completely different for me. So like Joe Dirt is a solid five. That's she's right. Uh, kind of where my middle ground is. Our, our tens, our tens are like our film picks, like you know City of God, and then our zero picks are absolute garbage. I guess mine was zero would be Lost in Space. I hated that fucking movie, the yeah, two thousand one. So Marcos, your zero movie was what? Like your Bruno. absolute Bruno. That's the yeah, only movie I've ever walked out of. Five Sammy, is. Sammy, can you do me a favor? Yeah. Before you continue, can we do a review for Lost in Space? I would love to do. Oh, I, I'm not, Tommy, I'm not watching it again. Fuck you. I hated that movie. That movie brought me. I think that was the lowest ranked movie on my whole Sammy Acing shit list. I'd have to find oh, it. Oh wow! Didn't they do a reboot? They show? did it on oh, Netflix. Netflix. I'm not watching that it. Great either. I'm not watching it. Oh, damn it. <laughs> so then your ten movie though, Marco, just to give people. I think I'm gonna agree with Tommy since uh, people agree with my five, and it's City of God. City of God. Okay. Tommy, what's your zero movie? Because you already gave zero us your movie. Two. Oh fuck! I'd say Freddy Got Fingered would be my zero. Movie. <laughs> okay, down, and man. then your five because City God's your ten. Five would be uh, you don't mess with the Zohan. Ew. Okay, we're all I, doing FX would... movies. That's what yeah. it looks like. JJ, right? <laughs> all right, JJ. What fives are all FX movies make up? Gotcha. <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. That's okay. And then JJ, what's your ten? <laughs> your five and your zero, in whatever order. I don't know. Uh, just to be different, Toy Story 3 is a 10. Okay. <laughs> no, quality movie. That's good. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Five is your everyday watch. Toy like Story cable. 2 is a, fi- is a five. <laughs> <laughs> and Finding Dory is a zero. Uh, yeah, Finding Dory is a zero. No, Cars. All of Cars. Yeah. Just yeah. all of Cars. <laughs> cars. Planes. <laughs> and let's see. What's a good your bro- middle ground? Your brother, ha- your brother, your brother has wow. Mad Max Fury Road as your 10 or his 10. I can't tell. Uh, that one's also there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're going to get the TikTokers mad at us, okay? If you say Ratatouille is your five. Ratatouille is my five. I'm not that wow, big into Ratatouille. The children's love Ratatouille, it's, apparently. It's I don't care what the children like. Fuck JJ. Kids. JJ. We're trying I hate to- the French, okay? <laughs> we're trying to be lucrative on the internet we need the children on our side and saying and Those saying that can make or break you yeah, right but- and they love <laughs> ratatouille for some reason fuck a rat. i want to yeah. fuck a rabbit at least <laughs> <laughs> moving on there's a lot of there's a lot of money being made in the millennials that are like going to war against gen z yeah and we hate it <laughs> yeah, we hate it <laughs> Okay, we'll take a sidebar on that conversation because it is okay. worth talking about. But uh, so, Marcos, you said a 3.8, 3.5, yeah. 3.8, 3.8. 3.8. Like it's, so it's this... almost crawling to a good movie. Jesus. God, it, it's almost on effects for you. It's almost made it to effects. Yeah, I might watch it's it. It's TBS if... right now. Yeah, I w- <laughs> that is exactly correct. And 
Yo, that should be our rating system. Just the network. Oh, that is, that channel is it on? <laughs> like, like, so, like, like zero would be like, I don't know, UPN. It doesn't even exist so anymore. Tennis, like, <laughs> Premier access. I'll pay 30 bucks for this. Show. Oh, no. Hey, hey, zero should be Quibi. <laughs> <laughs> and average should be like, what? Free with ads? <laughs> YouTube. <should> YouTube. <laughs> No, 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 because YouTube, at least you can watch clips from it. Like three would be a YouTube because it's like, oh, I don't like it, but I'll watch that scene. No, no, but I mean, like there's legit free movies you can watch on YouTube. Like all of (laughs) We'll we'll get it down. I think we got to, I think think we (laughs) quartered down. I like this idea. Yes. (laughs) This time and we'll, we'll come back around. Right. Uh, All right. What you got? Yeah. I, I am uh, around the same area as Marcos. I would give it a a four, maybe a four point five. Hey, it's... JJ, how does it feel to be wrong? <laughs> I mean, apparently I'm wrong on Ratatouille, so it feels pretty great. <laughs> um, no, it's I I didn't hate it, but at the same time. I also, like, I watched this in the morning because I wasn't off today, but I work late enough to where it's like, okay, I can I can squeeze it in. Right. Um, and I did watch it, and I did sit through all, through all of it, air quotes, I sat through it. At the same time, I was like, I'm going to make breakfast. Nothing's, I, I, I know he's going to get chased by the lion. <laughs> like, I know where the setup's going. So there was a lot of moments where it's like, this really would have benefited from a commercial break. Where I can look at my phone <laughs> and then come back to it. So yeah, it, like whereas if Ratatouille is on, I will pay attention throughout Ratatouille for as for as much as Gen Z wants to get after me, <laughs> I will watch and pay attention to Ratatouille. Right. This I was like, I'm gonna go pee. I don't have to pause it. <laughs> <laughs> so so what was your number ranking? Uh, four. Four. A solid okay. four. Yeah. Solid four. Okay, so TBS. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See, the problem with TBS, though, it's got to add every three minutes, and it's going to be yes. like seven hours of this goddamn <laughs> movie. Dude, that, that means that, like, the first three Harry Potter movies are, like, fives for me, because I've seen them enough times as to where it's like, okay, I don't need to fucking... I know what's going on. Fuck it. They're four hours on fucking what TBS TNT. Yeah, what's uh, the, coming, but... any one of those. But anyway, Anywho. Marcos Anywho. coming. Marcos coming back. So uh, no, and I did not. I did not get rid of him. He got rid of himself to go pee. <laughs> Even though we're gonna have no, a pee would... break in a moment. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna so... Go beat the dogs. No. Nice. And get some right, moonshine. So bear apparently. with me here for my wrap up. So <laughs> here's the thing. That's how you should start all reviews. Two. I'm gonna give two of these. I'm gonna give my actual movie going review you know technical all that shit and i'm gonna have my own personal black kid whose dad's favorite movie was coming to america review so technically (laughs) no this is mediocre as fuck five i would give it but that would be that tommy but this tommy who this movie has a place in his heart i give the highest fucking rating because like I said, I mean, if it really, if you have that kind of feeling for it, you're going to enjoy every goddamn minute of just seeing this. <laughs> so you put and this in, it in the exists, library of Congress? <laughs> I would put it in my library of Congress. Like the, the, I had fantastic feelings. Like this, watching this movie made my fucking day yesterday. It was a highlight of my day. <laughs> I enjoyed every goddamn minute. I'm sure 
if I go back and watch it and it's, you know, all that nostalgia and father connection rubs off, I might, you know, I'm, it's probably going to be a five for me still. Right. So, you know, with that said, that that's what I give it. And also I got kind of a Black Panther vibe, not quality-wise at all. It's the same. One white person. Designer, one white person. <laughs> Colin Jost. That's it. <laughs> Everybody else is black. Louis Anderson. Anderson. Oh, and- fuck. You fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> so two. You got two. You got Louis look Anderson. At, look at, they even got like the waterfall fight in Black Panther. Like, what is going on hey, here? They did it before. All this has been, all this is callbacks. Yeah, uh, that, that was in the original. So, yeah. Black Panther took some shit from I'm about to say what you Don't say. get it twisted. <laughs> Zumunda and Wakanda are, are two nations I wish I could live in, but too bad they don't exist. So, yeah, no, I give it a five as, you know, a regular movie goer. That's what it would be. It's It's not a good movie. And as a diehard, I give it a 10. So yeah, that's so that's so stark of a <laughs> of a comparison, but it's fair. A whole gap in between, but it's that's fair. Good. And yeah. I will give it nothing because I haven't seen it yet. Watch out for my review of the first one at some point in the future, and by some point I mean infinitely because we don't know when we're <laughs> gonna do it. So that's our review for coming to America. So we're gonna take a quick commercial break, uh, get some water, get some snacks go to the restroom or whatever, and then we'll come back with our spoiler review of how many of the last episodes? I mean, yeah, it's going to be the I, whole I season. Track. But- uh, so I actually have a good divider. We ended our review right before Kat Denning shows up, and then that's there. that's way too Holy that's shit, way too far. far let's yeah. just let's just do a whole season recap and, then, <laughs> and focus and focus on the finale. That's way too far. Let's take on the other three. Well, no, we don't want to. I don't want to talk. That's way too far. Let's go farther back. Let's <laughs> start at Infinity War, and then we'll explain. And in that case, we'll be right back after this short break. We'll be back in about four or five minutes. Probably at four minutes. We'll come back at nine ten, guys. Let's reconvene then. Okay. Unless that's too much time. That's fine. All right, let's do it. And we're back. Welcome Ooh. back to the WandaVision spoiler finale review. Who's been messing with everything? It's been TJ all along. God damn it, TJ. <laughs> Who's been sucking off everything? That's just, I've been coming Jeez. up with different words. <laughs> just just different words with everything. Just There's definitely a porn parody of that coming soon. Oh, oh, yeah. What would, what would the WandaVision porn parody be named? What, what do you mean? Wanda fucks vision. That's easy. That's boring. <laughs> That's the all lazy porn, version. All porn is boring. It's like, oh man, I need better grades. Guess I gotta sleep with teacher now. Well, no, it's like Falcon <laughs> and his Winter Soldier. That's the gay porno that will come out of it. Uh, low key would be <laughs> low key fucking That's people on the down one. low. Yeah. Um, uh, Captain Marvel. I'm just like, I was like, she's a woman. Uh, that, that one exists, one. I think. That one, yeah, that yeah. one does. All of them I've exist. seen yeah. that one. That one does exist. Well, Avenger Infinity Horrors, of course. That better be it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's not what we're talking about. This is way left field. Let's cut it all is. that out. Let's we cut really got to get back to left field and, podcast yeah. because it's yeah. off the rails. <laughs> so let's... let's... <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the first take of the WandaVision spoiler review. <laughs> Last we spoke about WandaVision, it was... Uh, I thought we were first... talking about Wang Vision, the porn... No, we're not talking about <laughs> Wang Vision. <laughs> Wang Vision. Oh, yeah. That, that sums up. All I all I think of like Wang Vision is just. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, that's crude. We're crude. This is a crude podcast. We're never going to get funded by Coca-Cola. God damn it. I want my Coca-Cola money, but we're not going to get it when we're saying these things. But we're talking. We'll get sponsored by Pepsi, like Coming to America. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Wait, did did, uh, Coming to America have Pepsi? You guys, that's something you bring up in the the show. I know. And I also should have. It was a few things I just now thought of I should have brought up. But hey. I will say this before we let that go. It's a black fairy tale, so that might also, you know, be why I like it. Do black people like Pepsi more than Coke? I don't know. I don't drink either. Because I, I know Mexicans prefer uh, Coke over Pepsi. I do well, you have Mexican commercial. Coke, which is amazing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, p- black people like, I don't know. That's a great question. Sprite. We like Sprite more than both of those. I can tell you that. Fair That's enough. a Coke product. Well, there you go. Boom. Coke wins. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's try that again. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the spoiler <laughs> review of WandaVision. It's over. The greatest show ever on Disney+. Plus. Everyone loves it. It's a hit sensation. It's a big smash. They went from the 50s to the 2000s in modern cinema scope or whatever. Um, God, people love that show, man. And I binge watched it. Uh, all before the finale. I watched the finale as, like almost the minute that it came out. That was the wrong out. way to do it. <laughs> no, no, because I would have fucking just waited. Uh, real so quick. you just watched a long-ass Marvel movie. Right. And the, the, honestly, I was watching it. And let me... So where did you guys stop you? So when Kat Dennings got introduced, that was like episode four, right? It was a yeah. long time ago. So we're just going to catch it all the way Black up. Black History Month. It was more important. Yes. Thank you, Marco. It was. And so... <laughs> I, I want to, I guess, give general assessment of the... I guess we can do the general assessment up to the finale. Let's start there. Because, right. obviously, it did pick up pace after Cat Dennings was introduced. So, can we... When was Cat Dennings introduced? I want to say episode two, end of two or three. Was that before the Malcolm in the Middle episode? Before. Yes, before. Okay. All right. All She's right. literally the crux to everything picking up and becoming a Marvel movie again. Right. So, I would, have been, I would have been the end of episode two, I think it was, when she got introduced. I thought it was three or four. I think it was no. three. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So, I don't want to be a who liked it because I don't want to be a spoiler sport right off the bat. I just don't want to be sound like a big complaining. Who whiner. liked it as a whole? Who, who liked it up until the finale? Because we're waiting until the finale. We'll talk about the finale in full uh, afterwards. So you guys liked it? You know what, JJ? Go ahead and start with like your interpretation <laughs> of the show broadly from episodes one through eight. Well, I think I liked it because I watched it the way it was intended. You know, one week at a time. Um, <laughs> you're not gonna get me on this one i have my ways um no you don't <laughs> you want to have this debate now if you want uh, okay so uh, sitcoms the way that they are to be consumed are one week at a time correct i understand that but mm. what modern sitcom other than like what maybe friends was the last one that was really modern family maybe modern family if you cared enough but i didn't care enough where people were watching it watching it a week at a time as such no the way we consume pretty much every sitcom us i'm talking about our generation from the ni- mid 90s backwards was episodically back to back to back to back to back so that like watching full house you know 3 4 hour blocks watching the honeymooners on nick at night Watching all those stuff, we're used to watching sitcoms, 22-minute sitcoms, back to back to back to back. It doesn't matter that it is episodic week by week because my argument – fine, I'll be a fucking spoil sport about it. Those first couple episodes, <laughs> I studied. That are designed to be watched one week at a time. 
But no, but what does it matter when the things that they're doing aren't very interesting? So let there me is such a thing as stimulus overload. Were, I thought they, I thought they were very. <laughs> I, I, this this movie, this TV show has a very last Jedi effect on me in the sense that it was like it was more fun the more I thought about it than actually watching it. Kind of deal. Well, that's the thing. So the the problem I have with the first couple episodes. So the first episode I really enjoyed. First episode is like okay. We're doing 1950s, uh, you know, uh, three camera setup, fucking Lu- uh, Lucille Ball, uh, I Love Lucy type setup. I loved, I studied this shit for school. I went to school for this shit. I love it. And so I was able to find every ref- reference in here and there, every technique that they're using, uh, even when they switched it up to a little bit of a horror uh, kind of uh, a Twilight Zone element. I was able to pick up on that pretty quickly. And I was like, oh, that's what they're, that's what they're pulling from. They make a fucking, take a shot at the Bolsheviks. That shit cracked me up because it's like, <laughs> why, let's be racist towards a very period specific area uh, or type of people. So that first episode, I said, cool, okay. And me knowing the pattern of a 22-minute episode, having these be about 32 or whatever, that pacing kind of gets stretched a little bit just from my familiarity with the genre. So, right. Okay. If you watch them back to back to back to back to back. No. If you have that break in between where it's like, man, I really want to go back to it, but it's not on yet. I have to wait a week. No. Give myself a palate cleanser, watch other shit, deal with the bullshit of life. <laughs> during Rona, and then come back. I have a little treat on Friday that I can watch. And just to backdoor with JJ saying, after that fucking snow apocalypse, the first thing I did when I had internet was watch fucking the episode of WandaVision. I You're couldn't right miss it during sense. that shit. So, yes, he's right, Sammy. No, there's, <laughs> no, there's, no, 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 there's no, no, no fucking no, right look, or wrong. Ultimately, it comes down to, yes, preference. My thing is that you. I think a lot of, not just you, like, I, I don't want to just like dogpile on you. I you think can. a lot of people, no, no I can't, but <laughs> I think a lot of people uh, sort of have that same mindset where it's like, well, everything else can be binged. I'm just going to binge this, but th- this wasn't really designed that way. And binging is not a positive thing binging has always been a negative thing i'm gonna go out binge drinking yo you should stop that (laughs) (laughs) too much of a good thing can kill you um ultimately it comes down to preference right the way you want to consume media is your choice your but i'm my mindset is like for as little as some people downplay it it does affect the way you your overall feelings towards something right i can't stand arrow because it's like fucking 22 episodes long each one's an hour screw that i'm not gonna waste an entire day watching the first season because season two is kind of okay (laughs) right so but the thing is that i was feeling that after within the episode not not after three or four on that first episode, I said, okay. You just said you loved the first episode, and nope. then you jumped over to... Listen, JJ. <laughs> listen to me. I'm, I am. You're interrupting. But because you said I no, love that you're first episode. you're interrupting. Stop interrupting. <laughs> if you want that, if you want to have this, you're in my ballpark, so I'm ready to fucking play. Let me play. So, that first episode, I'm in. Man, I have my notes here. I'm taking... Uh oh oh, <laughs> all right, let's do it. So I, I took I took notes on the first couple episodes before I got bored with it. So 
that first episode because of the pacing of that 50s era I'm like okay this is nice this is pleasant they switched to that kind of uh horror element portion i said okay that's neat and then the end of that one is the um the helicopter right where she finds it and that's the first episode she finds the red helicopter that's the second that's the second that's the second okay so i forgot how the first one ends i think it just goes to the credits and then and that's it the second one was the 60s they have the bed Right. And they put the beds together. They don't know what that noise was. The noise was the helicopter. And I said, okay, the 60s one, it's not much different from, it's more bewitched type or whatever. And you watch it. And within the episode, my biggest issue with it was not that it was, I was like burned out on the stimulus was that because I knew what the, what they were parroting, I had seen it. So I knew what they were doing. Well, I knew they were, they were doing wrong. But ultimately, the problem I had with it was that they weren't telling me anything other than just these other than showing me and parroting kind of verbatim what the era was. They weren't really doing much with character development. They were throwing in Easter eggs here and there. The commercials were very on the nose like, oh, the beep, you know, like the Stark toaster beep. Let's even make a moment where we look over so that make sure you know that it's beeping too long. It was so full of junk and stuff, yet so empty. And no matter if you watched it one at a time or all at once. They weren't giving you much actual substance of the character. And so for me, it was just retreading water that we are already mostly familiar with. That's what I have the problem with. It's less, it's less about the pacing. I, I was talking about the pacing individually because I liked the format. What I didn't like was that they're not really giving me anything those first three episodes <clears throat> in terms of character development. That's my biggest issue with it. So I think we're in different, arguing about two different points. Yeah, yeah, we are. Because I don't think because I don't think that uh, my yeah. my point is that um, this was meant to like okay maybe it's not meant to be watched like individually one week at a time, but I'm saying that a lot of people just that was a lot of complaints that I heard. I'm just gonna wait until it's all on there. People are stupid, JJ. <laughs> No, I am no, no, not yeah. a dumb man. <laughs> so I'll put it this way. I enjoyed Mandalorian episodically week by week because I enjoyed it each week. And I was like, oh, fun. I knew that by the third episode, watching it, watching it and paying, keeping my focus on it, that I would have been bored and not wanted to watch the next week just because of how it was working. And that's, we'll get to see, the my thing is that like, that's, that's one of those questions that you really can't fully 100% know the answer to, right? Like, it's one of those what ifs that you're like, I think this is what I would feel, but you can't honestly say 100% this is how I would have felt. Like, it does, my thing is that like, the way you consume it, the way you view it will ultimately affect your perception of it. And so I think for a lot of people that maybe don't view it as don't rate it as high as others they might have been consuming it like just binging it canning all yeah. in one Shot, day shotgunning it and yeah yeah like candy just ah yeah yeah that that's my thing the the way you watch it will ultimately affect your your perception of it and a lot of people don't see that or don't agree with me on that that's my thing that's that's what I, that's the point that I was trying to make. Right. And, and I, and I think that that's fair to make the assumption on people that don't study 
this kind of stuff or never study this kind of stuff that what that were like it's too slow i don't like it it's not that it's too slow you don't like it it's just that you don't care to see what they're doing and what they were doing was very nice but it didn't ultimately didn't give me anything and that was my biggest issue until they went to the outside world where then it became uh, a regular cop drama or a regular kind of mystery drama where it's like all right we got to figure out why she's doing the hex and click some buttons and tap a tap a tappy and then you know run some scans and oh man uh, cor- uh corporate bureaucracy and government bureaucracy we got to do things on our own and then that was the rest of it and a lot of that was just exciting but was once again not as creative as trying to parody those genres but at the same time they kind of abandoned the genre thing after about four episodes in five episodes in because it got to be about the 90s 2000s and at that point it's just te- modern television there's not much difference between a 2000 sitcom and a 2020 sitcom uh, the way I view it is, uh, I think the first three episodes, while they were lacking in overall, you know, plot in terms of driving the story forward, they were uh, more episodes for the comic book fans because they were riddled with Easter eggs, and every week it was like a little mini mystery. What was the what was the clue to figure out what the hell's going on this week? Right. What was the clue to figure out what was that's another that also lends you know goes back to my argument of like this was sort of meant to be watched one week at a time, um, because if you're doing that, then you're part of like that Reddit group where it's like, well, this is, this was pulled from like this comic that me- that could mean that this is where this is going. Like maybe the fucking X-Men are going to show up. Like, but is that blah, blah, blah. fun or is that how we should be watching TV? That's yes, how we have been watching TV up until Netflix came along. Like, <laughs> well, like, well, like you watch full house, you know, let's go, let's go to sitcom, sitcom strictly. Do you watch full house to see if Michelle is going to, you know, eventually become like an astrophysicist because they bring it up a bunch of times. No, it's like but you don't, you don't. This isn't comparable to sitcoms because it. No, this is so then, yeah. So then, what are you comparing it to that is the loaded with so many thing. Easter eggs? Then I guess I'm wondering the comic. The comic. It's, 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 it's a it's lot of comic Easter. I'm a comic fan and I'm, I'm well, familiar with this story. Well, I'm yeah, at, I guess I'm at television or movies. The average person. I'm at television or movies. Like that does this a lot. The thing that made me. Uh, I compared this to American Horror Story. That okay. was my thing. Because it was, and that was my favorite part. I'm actually on the opposite camp where the first three episodes are my favorite because it's oh, American yeah. Horror Story. They're, the first they're, three episodes are my favorite as well. Yeah. yeah, they're not giving you enough clues. They're just like, hey, because uh, I had a friend watch this and right off the bat, she's like, oh, this is Wanda dealing with her grief. I didn't pick that up. I really didn't. Right. I, I was like, what's the hex? What's going on? And then it would create these really uncomfortable moments where uh, we talked about in the last podcast where it's like there's, there's glass cracking, like the facade is cracking. And I'm like, I love this. I love a slow burn and I'm down for it. And then at the point where Kat Denning shows up, I'm like, oh, this is just a Marvel movie. Like this, they just completely, like it seems like the first half and the second half were written by two different people kind of kind of thing. Right. Yeah, Tommy, seemed, throw your piece in, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> yeah, you saw some yeah, yeah, going on. Hey, no, no, that no, we're we're the two sides of the internet fighting right now. It's a good microcosm. Right there. <laughs> I want to see you two physically fight. That'll be that'll J- JJ. Well, well, no, oh, no, but but about a year ago, last Super Bowl, JJ did slap me in the face. So that oh, was good. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was, I, was, I was bitching too much about the Niners and the Chiefs, and he was like, shut the fuck up. I was like, I was like bro, I will fight you 
but you kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So I'm kind of with both. I'm kind of with all of you, actually. So for me, the most creative of the episodes were those first three, hands down. I was like, oh, Marvel's doing new shit. Like, this must be what this new phase is going to be. Mm-hmm. Just letting creators go crazy and do fun things. And they did that for the first three episodes, and then they abandoned mm-hmm. it. And when they abandoned that, I, I, I was I was with it. The Malcolm in the Middle episode, the Malcolm in the Middle episode is my favorite one. Mm-hmm. And it was just because, you know, that's a period nostalgia. of t- yeah. total yeah, nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Millennial. But yeah, no, like, so uh, that was my favorite episode. That one and when we get to see outside of the hex in the Marvel movie kicks in. Mm-hmm. But after that, I was I was kind of checked out and I got increasingly checked out and increasingly checked out. And it got to the point where I'm like, okay, so this, to me, Lost was the show that came to mind. J- to JJ, I'm with you on that. Like, because it's it's one of those shows that hinges on you sticking the landing. Like, okay, you set all these things up. You got to stick the landing now mm-hmm. because you're losing me. So... All right, we're at that point now. What do you got? And what they had was nothing. Well, let's see. We'll, 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 we'll get there. Had a Dragon Ball power fight. We'll, no, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there because that that'll have its own section. So there's that. So episode three, my final piece on it uh, up till three, because that's when the Marvel movie starts, as you put it. Um, I wish they would have, if they were going to do the parody, which they did well enough. I wish they would have just put more character stuff instead of Easter eggs. Easter eggs are fun. But at the end of the day, there's just candy that can be lost in the bushes. I mean, to going back to Mark's point, the character stuff was there, but it was in between the lines. It was in between the Easter eggs, so it was it. It's hard to pick up on it, and so if you're not looking for it, if you're just watching it as a sitcom, and not you know thinking this is actually you know like a comic book movie or right, you're, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be playing 4D chess like they are. See, I don't think it's 4D chess. I just think I that they. Yeah, I, I think, think it's think... not 4D chess, but it is something like it's there. It's it a deep between the lines. Richard narrative is what it's, they're doing. It's they about were... yeah, no, like, it's about a grief. Like you can totally yeah. see that's what it is. It's about grief in general. And right. It does that well. Like it does. It really does. And but the episode I I liked the least was probably the one where you know, Agatha takes her through a history, and we right. go oh, back. Eight. And, that's eight. Yeah. Hey, so I, but, that was the one I disliked the most because I'm just like, all right. Is it like killed I, everybody's fan theories? Everything yeah. that uh, <laughs> it killed all the speculation was like, no, we're just headed to the old right. uh, generic old ending, yeah. right? Marvel yeah. ending, fights in the sky and so, you know lights and shit, and like <laughs> to me, it, it it almost had it, and then it got scared, and it just reverted back to generic Marvel. Well, like I said, let's let's backtrack a little bit because we're gonna we're going we're jumping far because we want to talk about that stuff. But we got to build up just a little bit more because, um, once again, I disagree about the about the development stuff because they they told me more than showed me, and I'd wish they would spend more time showing me. But once you get to the Marvel movie, you got Monica Rambo coming in episode four where she phases back in from the snap. That whole fo- first opening scene, fucking awesome. I was thought that's amazing, lovely. Uh, learning about her stuff and her coming back. The actress, oh my god, Tommy, what's her name? Oh fuck! I, I wrote know. it on my Twitter. Why do you think I know? Because you like <laughs> it. Because you like the movie. And do you think JJ or, or Marcos knows? You got two uh, seconds to prove me wrong. I don't want to. Fuck you guys. All right, see. I, I know right. what what she's from, but I don't know. What's she from? She's from dear white people and Chirac. 
I remember her distinctly from those movies because she's fucking gorgeous. But absolutely, is the point yeah. I was trying to make. Oh, okay. Four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had hard eyes. Tiana Paris. Yeah. Woo! Oh my god! I was like, I just kept hey, looking man. at her like, what the fuck? How are like, you this gorgeous? I mean, god so damn it! Angry. I hate to. I don't want to be this guy. I know we're in a different age, but that's just such a beautiful fucking woman. Like she's walking around in just the most generic kind of outfit. Yeah. But her curves are just like <laughs> everyone. You're just, just like, oh uh, my goodness. Uh, I guess the, I think the Star Trek outfit that didn't make any sense to me. <laughs> what we're seeing on screen because the wanna... FBI agents look like FBI agents. She's fucking walking around in the Star Trek suit, like, <laughs> right. just bodacious as we like to call it. Yeah, there you the go. 90s. Perfect word. Perfect but um, word. so you get to her like a little bit of her story, and she's all fucked up. She's they're trying to break in. Uh, super bad guy took apart Vision. Cat Dennings <laughs> found out everything pretty easily somehow. Generic uh, bad guy. Uh, what was his name? Randall Park was just bringing coffee to people, just being jolly and nice. He was a, he was a highlight though. Yeah, he was very nice. No, I yeah. loved him. But essentially, like you said, you just kind of have Marvel movie going on, and yeah. and at least I can expect Marvel movie to be consistently okay or to good. So I was okay with that, and I was like actually like living in that world because even though it wasn't visually exciting it wasn't anything that, like <laughs> super fun like at least the the the, the sitcom things were trying to be fun at, it, at the... it's it, it was a hook it was a gimmick and it was a hook they they bait and switched you basically they right. kind of right that's, I think that's what i'm seem... upset about too yeah yeah bit. it kind of made you seem like oh this is going to be a game changer for marvel right and it it wasn't a genre bender or something it was a gimmick it ended up just being a gimmick to hook you in and it was a cool gimmick and i enjoyed every minute of it but they didn't know how to incorporate that into the story they were trying to tell they had to fall back on the generic tropes right of good old marvel and to to be fair that's why you was, get two plot dumps with cat dennings explaining <laughs> everything for one right. episode right. and then agatha explaining everything later like because the pacing is so off of like, here's this really uh, grandiose Rubik's Cube. It, that's why I compared it to American Horror Story. Because they also have the same fucking problem of like, here's this really deep narrative. Fuck, we don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> You've clearly seen American Horror Story 1984. It's great ideas. Okay, fuck Look, it. I only made it as Perfect far as the game. elevator pitch. I had nothing beyond that. Yeah. <laughs> And, <laughs> that's what it is, man. It's and, like we had something, but it only went up to this point. We had nothing else. That's okay. We'll just do what we always do. We have a formula for a reason. Let's, do, let's just do that. Right. And now we can yeah. jump a little bit forward because we're talking about uh, gimmicks. Before, no, we're talking about we gimmicks. Do. I'm going to get okay. there. We're, we're still in the we middle. Do. We're still in the before middle. We do. I don't. I know. I'm, I'm there too. So, <laughs> But Monica Rambeau was probably a highlight for me. I, I think oh, she yeah. kept the gears running for sure. Because what you don't realize, you you also see in a superhero origin story in this shit yeah. too, right? And it's a black woman, right? And that's nice. That's actually refreshing <laughs> but, to see. But you know what, Tommy? I say fuck that. I, I get, I get that. No, I get that it worked in the show pretty easily. Yeah. Why can't she have her own fucking movie? She better. That's no. But I'm just saying, why? Why does her origin story have to be in a we fucking TV dump episode I'm, four or five? Given because her, to be perfectly honest, as a comic fan, I know what superhero she is. Fa- Photon. And she she's Photon Spectrum. She she was yeah. the original Captain Marvel before Carol Danvers, by the way. Right. But that's beyond the point. She she's a very obscure comic book character. So Fine. them easing her in this shit again, bait and switch. 
I mean, for people who didn't want to see an origin story for a black uh, female superhero. Psych! Psych, bitch! You saw it anyway. So now you know you already know who she is. So right. she's established herself. I, I so gonna, now they better do some shit with it. And I, I, I'm trusting Marvel to, to you know, well, that'll do what go, they need to do with her. That'll be the first stinger is what they're doing with her. We'll I'm going to add that. that it took them like 12 years to give a woman a movie. Oh, fair. And, then, no, and, and now, and now they're holding on. They're holding on to the the last, the most recent one, like goddamn treasure, because they don't want to release it too early. But I, what I want to say about unfulfilled expectations, because this goes into episode eight and nine. Hey, everybody, let's bring back X Men's Quicksilver. So I was there on the hype. I watched the spoilers. I watched the Easter egg Eric Voss videos. Shout out to the new rock stars, and. Um, Everyone was excited. I was excited. I'm like, cool. They're bringing in the X-Men ism, right? Like just the the X-Men characters or the universe or something. And then come episode, the finale, it was fucking nothing. It was absolutely nothing. Maybe. No. No, it it was nothing. It It was was nothing. No, 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 no. Maybe. Maybe they can still. Do, I'm telling you, they can still do something no, no. with it if they so choose to. But they no, because they, they no, they can do it with the with the um, X Men. Of course, they own it, right? But well, they, no, even with that character, Peter Boner was it like was it Dick Boner? Was it <laughs> Dick Richard Boner, Boner, Boner or something? Boner, like that? Some, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they they can because if you remember, Park said he was going to Westview because it was an important witness of something weird, and he it's never explained who that was. And he says in like witness protection or some shit that could be him. And it could be like, maybe he's zapped in from a different universe. I don't know. They can do something with it. They can, they can, it's a comic book movie, which means they can do pretty much whatever they want. But the the issue is, but yeah, I'll I'll take it at face value. Yeah. The issue is (laughs) if you're going to do that, then why back out on it? So bluntly and stupidly for a, for a a, boner joke for a boner joke. Yeah. It's, it was, to, the, it was it was to make me, people that was excited and then to fuck with them. Big and I didn't slap like in the that. face, and I, yeah, it knocked the rating down for me for sure. Right, because what would be what would be the harm? Uh, well, I guess they wouldn't be able to bring the actual Aaron Taylor Johnson back, but um, I, I, uh, I'm trying to think of it in the narrative of bringing back a recasting the brother as such, but to make it the mm-hmm. the X Men version, it was just very fucking frustrating. It was insulting. Yeah. yeah, it was insulting to me. Not not because That's of why my. I said they better do something with that. Not because of my theories or because of what I wanted. Because we'll get to that later. It's just shitty to do that <laughs> to to get you people watching next week to next week. Yeah, that was I mean, a gimmick. It was, it was a that trick. was a gimmick. Gimmicks, yeah. gimmicks, man. That's what this show really was. God, and, and I mean, in Iron the Man three already switched the shit around and fucked right. you over before. So that was this again. But and again, they're bringing the actual Mandarin in, though. So right, we haven't seen that. That happened like Shang Chi. Shang Chi. is getting Shang-Chi. the real Mandarin. The, that's the real Mandarin's the villain in that. I right. believe it. When like I, I said, it. they do know how to retcon. No, it's 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 all it's documented, Marco. <laughs> He's casted and everything. It's in the on movie It was up. documented in Iron Man <laughs> Three, and that's not what we got. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not. What's the actor's name? That was the original. Uh, ben Kingsley. Ben King. It's not Ben Kingsley. Yeah. But anyway, so so <laughs> then you so then you get to it was Agatha all along. Yeah, I like I like that I like her character. I, 
but before we get to that, I, yeah. I have to admit something. I'm very proud of it. I don't care. I do have a crush on Catherine Hahn and I have for many years. <laughs> I can't figure out if she's hot to be or not. And it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not Watch my fault. Mrs. Fletch on HBO and you'll you'll have a whole new she's appreciation. She's even hot in her animated form and into the Spider-Verse. Oh yeah, yeah Doc Ox. Doc Ox. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that what I like about that is okay agatha harkness nobody knows the fuck who she is because i didn't before this nor i did but no comic book fans did but but i'm I'm talking about the stupid popcorn eating audiences like myself like my dad my dad's not gonna know who the fuck agatha harkness is i don't think your dad would watch this show like i feel like you're if you're an average viewer (laughs) and you're not invested in marvel movies like you're just this isn't for you well that's my thesis at the end of the 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 review so um they made her a likable character, the nosy neighbor. She's great in all all decades and all genres. And then they made her an evil person. So by that point, you already liked her. So all the evil shit, it didn't matter. And she was just the evil, spooky bad girl. But you liked her anyway. And I think that was a good way to do it. Because if you're going to introduce people, characters that people don't know, uh, my perfect example is Guardians of the Galaxy and Pirates of the Caribbean. You make it funny. You make it enjoyable. And you throw some good music in there. And they did all three for her <laughs> they gave her a good song they made her really likable and they made her funny they they made peter quill funny they made put good music in that and it was you know i forgot what my other criteria was so but <laughs> but no but I, I tend to put pirates of the caribbean and guardians of the galaxy in that same thing if you make those three things i mentioned you can get anybody to fall in love with you and so i do like the fact that they did that with her people like and care about agatha harkness as a character and now she can do all sorts of magic. She opened up the world of magic in this world that also exists. Well, magic science. already was there. But right. <laughs> that's strange. Yeah. Right. But she, they didn't recognize but, it as magic up until this because before true. they didn't know what it was. Because, you know, Marvel's separated in magic space, right. you know, right. ground level, whatever. This is for sure magic. And I think that I like that part. I thought it was cool. Okay. Now we see another part of Dr. Strange's universe. Right. Without him. So, you know, I don't right. know if he's privy to the knowledge that she's more powerful than he is. Right. So I think they're setting up that movie pretty well. And that was the other thing we can get to. So Agatha's bad person does the whole retcon of everything. Let's start, let's go to episode eight now where they're kind of yeah. retconning everything. Somebody said something, one of the dumbest things I heard throughout this whole thing, which was it made Age of Ultron better. Nothing will make Age no, of Ultron better. I don't know how it would. Age of Ultron is a boring, dumb movie. And, Please explain that. And I don't like it. Well, we can't because, I mean, he's in our group chat, if that makes you feel better, Tommy. Oh, that's, that guy. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to have to ask him about that. No. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, that is a dumb thing to say because that movie's terrible. It's not terrible. It's just it, fine. No, it's worse with each viewing. If See, you watch it again, it does. It gets worse the more you watch. I watched I it once. I've only watched it twice. And did did it improve for you, JJ, or did it get worse? I don't remember. Right. That that means worse. Right. (laughs) I remember watching the opening scene. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Don't get me wrong. When when it started, you know, getting to the Marvel movie area, I was like, maybe I should rewatch that because I feel like there's stuff that I forgot in Age of Ultron that's relevant here. But then I remembered it's Age of Ultron, and I said, "Because yeah. <laughs> you got to remember that Age of Ultron, it was before Funny Thor, before yeah. Smart Hulk, yeah. uh, Black Widow was still. I think she still had a Russian accent, maybe. Uh, no. To- no, she didn't. Okay, so Tony Stark was still kind of a dickhead, and then uh, Captain America's Captain America, Hawkeye's Hawkeye. So 
it's not like it was adding anything, but you didn't have quite the spice that we've got, grown to know and love with the Avengers after the only highlight of it Ragnarok. Is it introduces Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Literally, that's it. No, excuse it's me. It's no other reason it to watch that fucking movie. It introduces Scarlet Witch and it kills off Quicksilver immediately. <laughs> yes, it does. So get, and also get, apparently when they were filming it, everyone kept staring at Ultron's dick. Yeah, apparently that was the thing. Ultron had a dick? No, but uh, you know how Ultron's super tall? So the mocap guy? Yeah, they actually had... Uh, who's the voice of Ultron? The, the yeah, actor? James Spader. James Spader. They actually had James Spader like, wear the mocap suit and everything, and they just had a big-ass tennis ball you know, like hanging over his head. Right. That's where Ultron's face is. Look at that. But James Spader is talking to you. Right. So all the actors were like, I'm going to look at James Spader. And James Spader's face is right at Ultron dick level. <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere out there, some animator must have just put, taken that footage of them looking at James Spader and was like, this is what it looks like when we put Ultron in. Why are you staring at his dick, Captain America? Stop it. <laughs> see, see I, I thought you were going somewhere else. I thought James Spader had to be in the mocap suit and he just had a massive schlong. <laughs> James like, hey, look at the tennis ball. No, I got to look at that. James Spader is slanging. Legendary in Hollywood. <laughs> he is slanging that schmeat. But um, so, you know, oh, my brother died. Oh, that's the one thing I hated. I like the fact that they watched old television in Sokovia makes sense to me. I like it. That's fine. Tied it together. I'm that okay. that make no. That makes one hundred percent sense. That's great. Yeah. I, I actually I would say that's great. What I don't fucking like is, and this is also going to my thesis of the whole series, is they get blowed up, and then Wanda is the one that keeps the bomb from blowing up. I hated that a lot. Retcon, buddy. I mean, they retconned it, but <laughs> but but the, but the thing was, I hate that retcon because. Why can't that just be tragic? Why can't she just live with that and be have that be part of her grief and not like, I mean, oh, it's the revelation of her power. It's like I mean, it still is she, to her if you think but, about it. But like, no, but she casted a was it a chance but she spell didn't or know something? That. Yeah, but, but no, she didn't she was unaware. But now we know and we can't feel that <laughs> grief with her because now it's magic that she stopped it. It was her doing yeah. and not not the and not the cruelty of war itself, which was the whole point of that character radicalizing in the first place. Does that change how she is though? That, that, cha- that, that that's, that's still part of that character. But, just because now she learned it when we learned it, so I don't think the effects of her feeling that guilt, that survivor's guilt, and all this shit goes away just because she well, now a bitch just told maybe, her, "Hey, it was magic that did that." Well, not that you. This, is, this is a movie that but completely the, got rid of Iron Man's PTSD. He had it for like a movie, and then they threw <laughs> right, it away. Right, so, so, yeah. so, but it it's only matter. gonna go so deep. It's Disney, man. <laughs> but they also didn't make a series about it, which is this is the whole fucking point of the series, which is what I don't like. This and I don't want to jump too far the ahead. Point of the series was uh, Vision dying. That no, was the grief. No, well, the grief and the grief is the Just point. Grief in general, right? Was the, uh-huh. Yeah, to me, and, I, I thought. But look, and we'll get to my. To, let me point. let me let me just say this, Sammy. I, I get where you're coming from, but I have to break this down. Also, up to this point, she was just Wanda Maximoff. She was not Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch is vital to Marvel. Like right. the, the comic books, super fucking vital. She's very powerful. Right. Might be one of, if not the most powerful heroes. A, a Nexus, that, that Nexus mutant, right? Or Nexus, Nexus, yeah, Nexus being is what they call. Yeah. She needed to become Scarlet Witch. I'm sorry, but it had to happen. She had to become that character. And that's what she becomes in this. 
And yeah, it's stupid how we got to get there. And we have to cut some shit short that's true human shit. But again, Marco's right. It's Marvel. We, 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 they, what they do is they bait and switch you all the time. We're going to have a deep uh, reflection with Tony Stark, Demon in the Bottle, which is one of the most famous mm-hmm. Iron Man stories ever. That's about Tony Stark being a raging alcoholic because he can't take it anymore. Right. We're just going to bait you in thinking you're getting that. And it was generic Marvel movie. That's what they do. That's how they operate. So you kind of got to just accept it or get tired of it and demand right. something more, which I'm kind of with you on that. I'm right. Kinda yeah. I would say because yeah. you, you can, you can be tired of it and you can yeah. just be consume, consume, consume. Right. I love Marvel so much. I eat the cookie, but, <laughs> but okay. And then what else? Then they, she gets radicalized. They put her in Hydra. Hydra throws some rocks at her. She gets all crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so her latent superpowers grow. Yeah. And then she gets, it was the Avengers compound is the next which highlight. Made no that. sense by the way. No, I guess that's why I got confused, and I've noticed a lot of fans <laughs> got confused there. Well, it's like, like Peter Quill getting hit by the Power Stone. Is the Power Stone the purple one? The uh, Power Stone. Yeah, right? the Power Stone. Yeah, so he, so he should have died, and he didn't because he's half God planet. So right. that made sense. She's half Super o- uh, Omega Witch, so she gets hit with this rock, and it makes her feel better, and makes her powers more in tune. That's fine. That's rock magic. I get it. <laughs> it's it's rock magic slash. Uh, That's they, what they call the crackhead said. Well, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, they call it like they call the Infinity Stones, uh, like the Big Bang, like remnants yeah. of the Big Bang. So it's like okay, it's it's rock magic. So she's. <laughs> God damn! It, I don't think I'm cracked every time I say that. <laughs> and so, um, so it unlocks her powers. It messes with her DNA, makes her a mutant eventually. I think it's it's going to happen. Um, and then she's in Avengers it's like compound. Gamma radiation, basically. Yeah, she goes to Avengers compound. But no, that's not the part that gets me. Okay, she was a witch the entire time. That's the part that they just to me they just threw that in the. Which and is, in the comics, it's explained so many. I mean, it's explained much better in different ways because it's changed. Yeah. And even in the comics, you can't pinpoint how she really gets her powers. Which kind of is cool too, because like, okay, she's super mysterious. We don't know she's super powerful. We really can't pinpoint how she is. Right. So you agree that making her a fucking witch as a two year old is better? Gotcha. Uh, not really. All right, then you agree. With me. Thank you. Point <laughs> made. I mean, Point made. But still, it, it gets me to Scarlet Witch, is what I'm saying. Right. This is the best they had. Right. Introducing Agatha Harkness, which she's not like that so much in the comic books, but I, I kind of know what they're going with right. in the future with her. Right. But it just seemed lazy to me, Sammy. Right. It yeah. seems super fucking lazy. And and that's what I that's why I don't like about yeah. Like I said, you could give some of this. You could spend some time with this kind of stuff earlier instead of just dumping it on me in a flashback episode. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. And and you know you don't have to spend so many so much time in the sixties and seventies. You know, making the, developing the kids and making the kids do wacky hijinks when they just get well, put in a book later. Uh, they, uh, hopefully, those kids come back. Right. Oh, that, yeah, I guess yeah. That, that's the end of it. So yeah. they go. Avengers compound falls in love with Vision because Vision understands. Sure, that's fine. She wants to get <laughs> digged down by a robot. Fine. <laughs> we all. We're not gonna kink shame Wanda. We're not gonna okay? kink shame R- Wanda. I say Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, I forgot what else they flash back to. Oh, the house that he's gonna buy. We see how it gets developed. Okay, Agatha Harkness is big bad. Kidnaps the children. White Vision, who is <laughs> the whitewashed wrong. Vision. <laughs> outrage, outrage. So White Vision, what do you guys think of White Vision? Because he's in the comics Hitler's and he's in the dream, my friend. and he's in the uh, <laughs> X Men side scroller video game. 
Yeah, you know, he's a real interactive yeah. character. Right. Yeah, no, so but the, just that, that particular cool version to, of Vision. Me, that was cool to see. I didn't I wasn't expecting White my, Vision. My only beef with White Vision comes with the ending and we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. the same here. <laughs> <laughs> right. So White so military White Vision goes after You gotta say it right. It's white. Quat quat <laughs> Quat Vision comes out of the blue. Um so Wanda Maximoff's making all these things. She's expanding the world, brainwashing all these people. They're all in fucking severe misery. I kind of like that a lot. I kind of like that I a love lot. That. That's very that, that's in tune with Scarlet Witch in the comic right. books. That sums up her perfectly. If you're not going to yeah, let us go. She's so powerful. Sometimes she just fucks people up. Right. And it's like, okay, I'm sorry. Well, I they, well they were like, <laughs> I didn't mean to. if you're not going to let us go, can you just please kill us? Because, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I want to die. <laughs> Like that was the darkest <laughs> shit, and I loved it. Yes, Agatha Harkness has her kids by the throat, and then they get released, and then they do the uh, fantastic, no, Incredibles Inve- power Incredibles stance pose, yeah. with the zoom in and everything, Excuse and then they fuck. fight, and then they fight for forty minutes, and the White Vision comes out, and it's like, all right, I'll take that bogey. Children, go after the army. I'm gonna take on the witch. So it's witch versus witch. It's essentially Iron Man again. Iron Man one. And Hulk won, and Thor won, <laughs> and yeah. I'm assuming Black Widow won. That they're just gonna fight clones of themselves again, and I hated that. I hated that, and I and everyone's like, you gotta expect it. It's a Marvel movie. You gotta know that no, they're gonna fight the big that. bad. I'm over that. that we're over that now. And I mean, I'm at just Wanda didn't create this one. Tony literally <laughs> did create all his problems. Right, but but I, I for something like you said, Tommy, that was advertising itself as a you know a nostalgic 50s and 60s era something for it to just be undercut by big fighting and somebody even made a joke and they were kind of half serious that i saw when a friend of ours was like yeah that vision fight was totally uh uh, making fun of man of steel for sure and i was like because of all the destruction they were kind of like throwing each other through the buildings like 17 buildings and shit they were they were kind of equating that there. They were saying it was a jab at it. I'm not sure if it was. It was not. That was just Marvel being Marvel. I don't I don't see that one. Right. Yeah. 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 And, but but people, that's what I'm talking about. People wanting to see more things into what they're seeing. It's, no, Marvel got Marvel pulled a lost. They didn't know what the fuck right. to do, and, and they so, wrapped it up in right. the only way that they knew how. And so the vision thing goes on, and then they have that intellectual battle. That was interesting a little bit. I actually know quite a bit. Quite a gave bit. us some type of conclusion well, instead here, of just making this an advertisement for whatever the fuck they're doing next. Right. It's and a so, philosophical de- debate. Those generally don't have a winner. <laughs> right. <laughs> but but it brought to the point of what the whole point of vision was, which vision's coming back because Paul Bettany's hired again. So what they what they think they're gonna do eventually is White Vision now has the memories. But doesn't have the soul stone. Basically, that's, he doesn't and have a soul. He, he doesn't has have a the, soul. The memory is no soul. And so it's going to happen in multi- multiverse of madness. He's going to be endued with the soul stone in one of the because a piece of the soul stone is in Wanda. Wanda. So if she just pops that in there and boom, right. pow, we got a brand new vision. Right. So yeah. he. So that sets up Vision living forever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Wanda fights. Agatha Harkness and she's like give me all your energy and all your power unlimited cosmic power and then she absorbs it all and then somehow Wanda knows how to make runes and then the spell well, that's the one work. thing Agatha taught her right but how do you learn runes if you don't read the book apparently it was a cutscene we didn't see when she <laughs> broke it down like exactly how to do it I right. don't you I mean, know 
right. just she memorized the runes. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Memory. Yeah. Just I, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, look. Pop quiz. I'm going to steal you guys' children and then I'm going to be like, memorize these runes on the wall. Fuck you. In two minutes and see if you can do it. <laughs> me, Clefairy used to do the same shit to me in Pokemon. It's the same shit, really. <laughs> <laughs> And so, but and then big bad fight, big bad fight, and then uh, Scarlet Witch becomes a Scarlet Witch, and she's ultimate power, and she's that big that bad. That is cool. That, for me, that was nice to see. But where did it come from? It's just I fight a witch, so now I'm strong witch because I have yeah, to. Well, we see this in Dragon Ball all the time. She yeah. became a Scarlet Witch level she two. Her late in time. <laughs> <laughs> she was Gohan. She was Team Gohan. We had to fight Cell, and. You know, Vision was like, I gave Agatha Sinzu Bean, so now she's at max power. Now you can <laughs> go your all, Gohan. But, but what did <laughs> she... To me, no, what it looked like was she magically now knows, oh, I'm one of the most powerful beings in the fucking universe. Let me, let me tap into I mean, that I mean, I don't know if quick. it's so much magically as Agatha was telling her. <laughs> she literally got confronted by the four old crones in the past of like, oh yeah, this you're, you are that thing. Right. That's like the only. I feel like for that character, that was the only thing she heard the entire time Agatha was talking to her. Like, oh, you're the most powerful. You're more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme, and everything else got tuned out with Wanda. She was like, okay, so how the fuck do I do this now? Right. She says I'm powerful. I'm not listening to anything the fuck she says now. If I'm that powerful, I, I can easily beat her. And the actual character of Wanda, that's exactly what she would think is that. And so I right. like that. I love that. That's. She came to the revelation, oh, fuck, I'm powerful, so I'm going to use all of this. Because in the comics, she wants to learn what she can do because it's so many times she accidentally just fucks people up. Right. Like, to a great scale because she just doesn't know how to control her shit. Right. And so I'm happy they're finally introducing Scarlet Witch rather, rather than Wanda Maximoff because I'm tired of her. Let me, <laughs> let me have my Scarlet and, Witch. And that's my biggest problem with the actual series. Uh, that's my That's my thesis statement here is that it's all about grief. It's all about being human and being dealt with real human emotion and being hindered by it and trauma and, you know, blowing up those people in not Sokovia, uh, at beginning of which movie was it where she blew up the people, uh, oh, civil war, Africa? civil yeah. war. Yeah. She blew up the people in civil war. Everyone thinks she's a bad, evil person. They made her realize she's controlling all these people in this town and her, Big solution is to beat up everybody and just be powerful with magic that was already inside of her that she didn't have to really do anything to get other than just wow, get kind of more upset. the story of Gohan. Right. <laughs> right. Because he was around first. Right. Because, because let's say Vision gets taken away by Agatha or her kids get taken away by Agatha, which eventually they do, but not after, not until she is the Scarlet Witch. Say Agatha says, I'm breaking this part of the illusion. Bam! Snaps her fucking kids away again, and she can't bring them back, no matter how powerful Steps she is. Steps on the android's head. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> right, right. And 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 then she goes, "Oh fuck this! You have just taken away everything that I have built my soul around to rebuild because I can't handle it." And and then it makes her grief so unbearable that she then becomes what she ends up becoming, which is not only the Scarlet Witch, but something that is not good or evil, but just powerful, which is what she ends up becoming, which yeah, is scary as fuck. Agatha warns, like, you don't, too. Yeah, right. she says, you don't know what you've done, like, what you've just tapped into. Right. It's bad. It's like, the, it's, <laughs> for, for, for Street Fighter. 
For Street Fighter yeah, fans, it'd be the Setsui no Hado, where you become Akuma and shit. Look, man, <laughs> Evil Ryu. They, let me just say, as a comic fan, if they utilize Scarlet Witch the way they do in the comic books, like it's Thanos level bad. Like, right. Like they, t- it was a little Easter egg in uh, fucking Endgame. The way she handles Thanos with mm-hmm. damn near ease, pretty much. Right. Like, like she's very in fuck- episode four. Yeah. Just yeah, she could have been Thanos by herself if you she didn't unleash the yeah. goddamn. <laughs> he had to use a. Uh, what did he do to? to he had to fire start... everything. Yeah, fire. Yeah. yeah, bring it down. Make rain it fire. Make it stop. It yeah, rain fucking fire because this bitch is out of control. <laughs> She's hurting me. Like yeah, they say like Captain Marvel's the most powerful being in the Marvel universe. Fuck that. Like it's, it's really Scarlet Witch. I would love to see a fight between those two. That right. that would be fun to see. Because, but, yeah, she's really powerful. Right. But it was at this point, what I'm seeing and the thing that makes me the most upset is just it wasn't earned. No. And, <laughs> it and, was and very Game of Thrones. Right. Like Gohan. And, <laughs> and, and, and it's cool when you're 12 and you're Gohan's age. It's not as yeah. cool when you're the same age as Carl Wish and you're like, wait, I have trauma and I can't just be the strongest superhero. I'm just going to be depressed and sad. <laughs> There's no resolution for me because she has no resolution in that. She's too emo. Regard. Right. <laughs> she's way too emo and um, another complaint right. i had was sorry i'm running out of storage space and the whole audience saw that <laughs> like low storage <laughs> space sorry we're still going okay you don't know a problem i had kind of was i thought they were really lazy with agatha like in the comic books she's wanda's mentor she's right. the one who teaches her everything and i kind of feel what they're going to do is like a silence of the lambs type deal yeah to where whenever wanda has a question she'll fly into westview and you know undo her spell and agatha will be like you bitch like i'm being tortured why do you keep doing <laughs> right. this to me right i have she, a, i have a question agatha answer the question like and she's literally like loki in Thor yeah two. she's she's straight knowledge at this point so <laughs> so that and i'm pretty sure wanda will use her as such and because that's that's her place in the comic book she really wasn't bad in the comics and mm-hmm. so the, the fact they made her just a generic villain here bothered me i was just right. like you, yeah. this character's a little bit more complex than this she was kind of just more like a um puppeteer almost kind of just yeah. like behind this pulling the strings just kind of all right hey real wanda, cocky yeah, like wanda you, you should know do how this. powerful she is but you're really going to challenge this huh right because she they're i mean she's very powerful too if i'm understanding she it right is too, but not not scarlet witch so not, no not even close so then disney spent uh, billions of dollars to call her the scarlet witch and now she's the scarlet witch with like a dark maroon uniform <laughs> and then the she flies all that matters right and then she flies away into the universe and um monica rambo meets up with the scroll afterwards and like we're gonna take you to space and it's like hell yeah nick fury nick fury and the scroll and the scrolls i say between crawls scrolls and monica rambo and captain marvel who apparently monica rambo's pissed at and now has superpowers Good. now they can fight Hell yeah. Because she's mad about her for something. We don't know yet. I think she gave her mom cancer for being too radio- radioactive. <laughs> if that's what yeah. it is, I'm all it in. It doesn't matter. Carol sucks in all forms. She MCU does. and she, comic. I dislike her greatly. <laughs> everyone, but everyone wants to say it's because she's a white woman. It's not. And that's it's not, not why I dislike her, even though uh, Monica Rambeau is the original Captain Marvel. Always put that out there because right. she is. And yeah, they brought Carol Danvers, who was Miss Marvel who wasn't a very flattering character and they were like, Oh, women matter and made her captain Marvel. And she's what she is now. I do have to say, I do like Monica Rambo more. She's way more interesting. Right. <laughs> even, even, even after five episodes after the movie, it's not that yeah. I care about, like I like captain Marvel, the movie. It's fine. Everyone wants to be like, it's, it's not, the worst movie it's, ever. It's, it's not no, the worst movie but ever, it's but fine. it's not good. It's the worst Marvel movie. 
No. I agree with that. Thor 2? That and Thor 2. No. It's I like Thor 2 because it has Kat Dennings. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think Captain Marvel's a fine movie. I think Captain Marvel has my favorite uh, Stan Lee cameo, so that's why I'm soft on it. <laughs> I, I like some I don't of the hate it. I like some of the elements in Captain Marvel. It's uh, the perfect five. It's yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's Captain Marvel five. So um, it's it's on TBS. No, it's <laughs> on FX. FX. It's on FX tomorrow. <laughs> Captain Marvel. Oh, I'm just a girl. No looking at me. Anyway, <laughs> but Monica Rambeau. I'm like, okay, she, she lost her mother while she was in the fucking snap. That's tragic. Yeah, that's fucking tragic. That's, as I said in the other pro, uh, podcast, Spider-Man showed this shit funny, and it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> like tell oh, everybody the the band is back. Oh, that's hilarious. In the middle this of shit the shows it terrifying. The way it's like, oh my god, what what's happening? Where's my mom? Oh, it's been five years, and she she's died dead. three years ago. Yeah, like she's real decomposed right now. Right, like that shit's tough. Like that's... right, and or... I love the fact. And one thing I hated also about this show. It's about grief, and it's it's touched upon that, oh, yeah, Monica hasn't cried, hasn't mourned her mother really at all. She just jumped right back in, and we don't really see a conclusion to her story. If no. this was a story about Tommy, grief, she got superpowers, and now she's strong, and now, she now she's Neo from the Matrix. Now yeah, she's... I saw. <laughs> and that's what I don't like, is if you just get strong, you don't have to deal with grief. If you just if you just have I mean that's true. A chemical no that is but, true. but it's, it's in, gonna take a lot of your attention. But it's inhuman. And it's no, she didn't go to the gym for well, five yeah, years. So are, so are they. They're not human anymore. Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> literally what they call them. Is right. But but Marcus, she didn't go to the gym for five years and work on it herself. She went through the barrier three times after some <laughs> apparent predisposition of photon energy being able She's to absorb gonna it get something that it gets explained it's, in the next movie no like, it's that's something that we're gonna like people deal with grief in a different way she wasn't ready to confront her grief just yet during the show i agree with you that it's shitty that they don't show her confronting that grief if this is a show about grief but she's <laughs> not there yet I don't um, think they will because they make a line about it where she's like i'd bring back my mother in an instant but i don't have that power so i can't yeah, I would have done the same. And that's but, she does <laughs> but, but she doesn't. She have doesn't know time what powers. they are yet, though. She doesn't fully understand them. Yeah, it's just lasers. I, probably I feel just, like <laughs> probably <laughs> just lasers. Let's be honest. Look, don't get me wrong. I, I, I don't think the. I'm hopeful that they will keep doing more with Monica Rambeau and eventually get to that point where she has to confront those demons. Mm -hmm. But. You know, they might not. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you what, JJ. If they don't do that, fuck Marvel. <laughs> Honestly, fuck you, Marvel. Don't because this is. The, I love what they did here. If they do it the right way, you introduce a character that you really couldn't have introduced any other way because she's that kind of obscure. She shouldn't be, but she is. Right. It's a black woman. This will be Marvel's first black female superhero. Black this space is twenty twenty one. Yeah, it's 2021, JJ. Would be wise for you to not <laughs> fuck this up, Marvel, because people kind of are paying attention to what you're doing here. She deserves her own movie. Black she deserves to be put on front street. I was about to say, home. like, fuck Shuri, I guess. No, no. Because she's a no, bad earther. No, yo, yo. Black Velvet's <laughs> safe. No, no, no. I was about to say, Black Panther's literally gone, and Shuri is a flat earther. Yes. He's going to get canceled in three weeks. Because she's, she's going to double down and want we you to join it. a pyramid scheme, and so we need Monica Rambeau to be the new Black Panther. 
somehow. No, she's not a Black Panther. She's her own character. <laughs> she could be Photon Panther. It's fine. I vote, I vote recasting of Black Panther. I'm in a very slim minority on Who that. Who would it be? But, you know, I don't know. Uh, Lakeith Stanfield. That's from John Boyega. <laughs> uh, it would I be John Boyega. I don't, yeah. He's John uh, you could go. It's gonna be the son from Coming to America. I maintain that point now. I will. I will also boycott Marvel. If Arsenio. <laughs> Arsenio Hall. CG'd Arsenio Hall. Okay, Wesley we'll Snipes. <laughs> yes. Charles Wesley Barkley. Snipes. I would vote that. If <laughs> I was young Wesley Snipes, Snipes I would play. totally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no, man. I would say Mahershala Ali, but he's already played. Yeah, he's um, played already. Oh. But yeah. Yeah, no, they better do something with Monica. It's, I'm it's, investing in her. No, now. no, I just figured it out. You bring back um, Maine, uh, uh, Rhodey from Iron Man One. They can't pay him enough. That's no, cool. not Don Cheadle. What's his name? That's Terrence, Howard. Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Proud for that, Sammy. Hey, to be the king of Wakanda? I don't know. I wouldn't He's be. Light skin. We don't want him. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, we, since we've already gone through the whole plot, can I go through my little big problem with this series? Yes. Oh, please. Because I'll agree, probably. How Vision fucking disappears, the white one. Yeah, he just goes <laughs> home. He just leaves. <laughs> he just <laughs> goes <laughs> home. I must go now. My planet needs Right. <laughs> right. Because when Vision comes back, I, I wasn't sure if it was white Vision that got colorized because he has a soul now. But no, it was just imaginary Vision. And then white Vision was like, I got to go... I got a food in the oven. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and he's never to be seen again. No, that's it. It was sad. But also a little shout out to those kids. I I, I hope they come back because they Bimmy are and Jimmy? vital. Tommy and Billy. Yeah, Billy. I just Bimmy and Jimmy's from Double yeah, Dragon. I, they're Wicked and Speed. That's how yeah. I know them. But yeah, like. Yo, Wicked and Speed sounds like some drugs Billy. I would do at the end. <laughs> Isn't that a perfect drug name? Yeah. Waking in speed, man. But look, they, I, I have an idea. I have an idea, guys, right now. Uh-huh. Young Avengers is a thing, and it's, I picture like a Home Alone type of movie here. It can go straight to Disney Plus. I don't care. A Home Alone <laughs> superhero movie with these kids, just get a bunch of the Marvel kids together and, and like have villains try to break into the Avengers complex. And them do Home Alone type things with their powers. That's a Disney Plus animation. Boom. That's not gonna be real. Yeah, action. yeah. It's I like don't wanna... superhero squads kind of stuff. Fuck yeah. all that. Real world. Modoc. I would watch. <laughs> I don't want to watch Modoc. That's just, hey, it's, it's Pat Oswalt. Chicken. It's Marvel's robot chicken. I don't want to watch that. The, so the Des in the comic section said he flew to the next Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> he did, and then. Yeah, that's ultimately, I think, my biggest gripe with the show is that, like, the the ride is fun if you don't really care too much. If you're just like, eh, <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's not, you know, super mind-blowing. But ultimately, I think its biggest failure is that it's just setting up the next thing. Right. And that was my... That's my but ultimate. But that's everything Marvel now. Like that's just something that we kind of have to take with the territory. No, and that's my thing is we, you've done that. You played that card already. You can't keep playing that shit for the next thirty years. Like, but you, but, you broke it up. Like the Infinity Saga is over. That you already said this is something new. It's been years before we've seen anything from you till now. We need something new. You have all these properties. You have the Fantastic Four. You have X Men. Utilize that shit because we're bored now. We we we. we 
We're done. Right. Do something different. For the love of God, do something well, different. Well, see, here's the it's problem. Funny, like, whenever they do do something different, like um, Thor Ragnarok was something different, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is something different. They do and let them do those... something different and then put them on the shelf because it's like, <laughs> we, you did something different, so you can't play with the other kids now. See, it's kind of that way. And those two are regarded. When you ask people, what's your favorite Marvel movie? It's usually one of those two, honestly. Right. As far as when I've asked people, it's usually yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy or it's Thor Ragnarok. And it's like, you see what happens when you let your creators do what they do. You fired Edgar Wright, for fuck's sake. And they say they're bringing him back for something else. Okay, we'll see. And they keep hyping up the Eternals now because the, the woman who directed it, <laughs> just won like best picture at the golden globes is probably going to win the oscar and they say it's a game changer because it's so different from anything they've ever I done i heard it was good and it's salma heard, Hayek, they and act it's, like it's it's like one of the greatest films ever made right. and it's, and it's salma hayek as the leader fuck yeah angelina jolie I mean, and i mean <laughs> best movie ever and camille okay. nope salma hayek salma hayek in a tight salma hayek and, yeah i'm sold if, already if she's in a if she's in a monica lambo uniform it's if it's this again, if it's just the rehash of WandaVision, only they replace Wanda with Sama Hayek, she's the way leader. better than anything else Marvel has ever done. Sama Hayek for WandaVision. <laughs> no, so that, and that was my ultimate point of what I don't like about the series itself, which is I watched all of it from beginning to end, and essentially I realized they can cut out almost everything because they have to to explain it to movie going audiences because at some point there's going to be somebody like, once again, my dad likes Marvel movies. He'll go see him with my nephew, his grandson, my nephew. And so he'll go, he knows Iron Man. He knows all of them. Black Panther, blah, 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 blah. So let's say he doesn't watch WandaVision because he doesn't care because his nephew's not there to watch it with him. How do you explain what happens in WandaVision for a person that needs to catch up to watch Multiverse of Madness, which is going to be in the theaters? Uh, WandaVision, Wanda took over a town. And then got mad and then turned into Scarlet Witch. And then she had some kids and then they're in a book. And then Vision is now white, but he's the real Vision, but not really. And go. (laughs) And that's it. And that's all that happens. And no, that's all that happens to get to the movies for the movies to make sense afterwards. Because if you try to go into it more, it won't make sense to the layperson. This is actually a bigger problem that Marvel has in general that me and Edward have been talking about. uh, That in they don't actually have everything as planned as you think they do. Um, what was the last one? The end game? Yeah. They didn't know how to write in Carol Danvers because they didn't get any notes about what Captain Marvel was going to be about. That's right. why she just shows up in the end. That's why she's fucked off for half the movie because they had no idea what the plot was. So they're like, we don't know yeah. how to include her. She filmed that like two years before. <laughs> they right. had a script for a movie. Right. She had no clue. Like they, Nobody knew anything. So yeah, you're right. Part of that thing, though, is the whole spoiler culture that we live in now, because we can't like directors and producers like shit gets like locked in safes, scripts get locked in safes and FedEx to 12 different locations. And there's a fucking scavenger hunt for people to find their scripts. Right. Because if any little thing gets leaked, all the nerds are going to figure it out and then it's going to be all over. So part of that is that. But I mean, ultimately, yeah, you're right. That That is a problem that, that Marvel is facing. Right. It, it's just and I, I don't like that. What could have been something extremely ambitious ended up just being 
another addition to it's like an it's it's another addition to my collection, as General Kenobi would say. <laughs> it's just like another lightsaber because we hey, we love lightsabers, guys. Lightsabers. Man, it's Remember an addition you don't want. It's an addition you didn't sign <laughs> up for. It's like okay, I I signed up for a new phase. I signed up for your first television series. I've waited a long time for this Marvel. Right. You're promising something like we've never seen before. And for the first four episodes, it's kind of what you gave me. And then it fell off a fucking cliff back into like the worst of what you've done. Not even the best of what you've done. The most go-to generic shit that you've ever done. I see. And you turn this into yet another advertisement for whatever your next project is. Well, Multiverse of Madness, because she's going to be the big bad along with Nightmare, I think. Nightmare is very scary. But yeah, (laughs) well, we don't know what she is. Again, like. She could be. She could turn like she does that in the comics. She goes from bad to good a no lot. More She's like, no more no mutants. No more mutants, which was an accident, to be fair. But yeah, no, she. That's just her. So she's the most. She's a wild card. She's always a wild card, and I'm happy about that. I'm happy they finally have that Scarlet Witch wild card in the MCU now, since the Hulk isn't anymore. So now you got yeah. Yeah. What do you, yeah, what do, you <laughs> do with Smart Hulk? This one's much scarier than the Hulk, to be fair. But like, okay, great. And I can't wait to see Multiverse of Madness. I was going to see that shit anyway. Sorry. He's in the chat. Thor learns he doesn't need his hammer only to get one back instantly in the next movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. He gets a bigger one. Right. Yeah. With like, Marvel, look, look what you're doing, man. Look what you're doing, Marvel. We're catching on to you and we're making fun of you now. You're becoming a punchline. Right. It. And it wouldn't be so bad if it yeah. if it didn't look so good and if it wasn't it. so consistent in tone, which I like. Mm-hmm. But it was like you said, I was promised a different tone. I was promised whimsical 1950s hijinks and you were going to tell the story in this framework at least a little bit. And they ended up like like I said about episode 6 they just abandoned it entirely, the sitcom yeah. thing and they canceled the show and it's like, "No, WandaVision's supposed to be 1950s era fun or 60s, well, see, 70s, I 80s, was, 90s. I wasn't exp- yeah, I was expecting that. The nostalgia, which we get, to be fair. We but, get that, but it, it didn't amount to anything. But I can it wasn't wa- for anything. I can watch Roseanne. I can watch Full yeah. House. I can watch those things. So you need to give me something but other not on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> it's on Paramount Plus. Everyone watch Paramount Plus. Oh, there you go. Everyone watch the newest streaming service. Weekend with that bullshit. Everyone get the newest streaming services. So it's like you're having cable again with 17 different episode networks. Oh my god, I hate it all. Yeah, but true. um, yeah. So I guess final thoughts or anything we missed, guys, on this series. Uh, final thoughts is this show makes me less enthused about um. Falcon and Winter Soldier, because that already just Less follows. episodes, to be fair. So that's yeah. a, that's already going forward, Mark. <laughs> Wait, how many is uh, Falcon Winter Soldier? Six. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay with Falcon Winter Soldier because I assume it's going to be spy drama, military drama. Okay. I Thank just you. assume it's 24 Marvel. Yeah, stick, which but, is, but stick to it and lethal it's fine. Weapon. I'm thinking more of a lethal weapon type of, <laughs> type of vibe. I don't think they have that kind of comedy chat. Those, those two characters. No, exactly. but, but they try to make them funny, you know, move they your do. seat. No. And then they're dicks, they do they're, hate each other. They're dicks to each they other. They do hate so, each other. Yeah. So, you got one, one funny guy, one serious guy. It could work. Right. But but I'm actually again, okay with that one. I'm excited about that one. I'm giving. I'm it expecting more Rush Hour with superpowers. Me too. And, tone, <laughs> and and I'm assuming the tone is going to be consistent. This was all over the place, and it's not that it could have been. It's not that it was bad because of it, but if they would have picked or they would have blended them nicely, 
it, this could have been great. And, and a lot of people do think it's great, but I don't think a lot of people are asking for more out of Disney and Marvel. I don't care if this is the only season of this show. It should be, because what's the fucking <laughs> yes. point? Yeah, it's well, no point. WandaVision was the premise of the old classic parody slash homage, and they did they stopped it halfway through, so it just became Wanda show. <laughs> Basically. And, and, Featuring and, Vision. Right. Every now and Vision then, sometimes yeah. going crazy and making the people crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, it ended up being about 6 out of 10, I think. Like maybe 6.5 out of all the ra- I gave every episode a rating. And there was a couple 7s in there, a couple 8s in there. But overall, they could have just given me more. And, I, and you know what? And you can ask. No. Correction. I'm asking more of Marvel. That's what I am. And people get mad saying, well, it didn't live up to your expectations. For you this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> because other than Endgame slash Infinity War, you know, how do you beat that, right? How do you beat the spectacle? Uh, that's not even in my top five Marvel movies. But how do you beat like, the spectacle? And how do you uh, beat the... That's what I'm thinking. How do you beat the spectacle of those two movies? That, that one-two well, punch exactly of fantasy. I know exactly how to beat the spectacle. Tommy. And they're not doing it. Right. Which would be what? Genre-defining things? You have it would be fucking X-Men now. Incorporate them, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what we want. That's the only fucking step you can take from that to this. And I don't know what the fuck you're going to do after that's well, done. Well, they're not rushing you've it. already set your... Well, they're fucking stupid, Sammy. Right. They're stupid and they're going to start losing people. That's well, no. what's going to happen. Well, well, no. Because they... what do you have next? Fucking Black Widow? I don't give a fuck. She's hey, dead. Hey, Shang-Chi and the Golden Army or whatever the fuck it's don't called. Don't worry Sammy, about it. Don't give a shit. Do you hate Asian Americans, Tommy? I love them. I'm, I'm all hyped for, for Shang-Chi. We just, we just talked about Randall Park being great for like five yeah. minutes. Well, yeah. They didn't give me enough <laughs> Randall Park. Right? <laughs> I um, want him to be a superhero now. We have the Eternals. We have, which is a multi-ethnic band of creative forces. I am excited for that. Kumail Nanjiani shredded like a Julian Salad, man. Um, <laughs> Zero is body fat. Eternal? Huh? Get, is there a Salma Mexican Hayek? Salma Hayek? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> you said, oh, yeah, yeah Angelina coming. Jolie. Fucking, uh, I don't know. The dude from Atlanta. Guy Fieri's Paper probably Boy one of them. from Atlanta is the guy. <laughs> Wait, oh, Paper, Paper Boy is it? Paper Boy is a god <laughs> also. It. Fucking so, Rob Stark is a god, so yeah. I thought you were going to say Rob Schneider. I was like, what? No, he is not a god, so. <laughs> He's not Rob at all. Rob Schneider is also on the, the train. And we can thank Salma Hayek for that. And then we got, we, got, uh, we got Natalie Portman realizing that Marvel movies are fucking million-dollar moneymakers, so she's That's, now yeah. she the new Thor. She real quick. Yeah. Thor, Love and Thunder. I'm excited for that one. That one seems fun. The Taika Waititi, is that one? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, they trust me. They're not going to make that mistake again. Put it in He's my a veins. new James Gunn. <laughs> Put it in my veins. Give me all the Taika Waititi. Uh. And apparently, Chris Evans is secretly back. Maybe, of course, as elderly as elderly Steve Rogers probably. Look, man, that Marvel money is addictive. Right. Come on. Right. I mean, that's the thing, man. I'm trying to be a Robert Marvel Downey's superhero. Robert Downey's gonna learn it the hard way. I guarantee you, dude. <laughs> Tommy, why do you think I my mean, dream? He's he's definitely not learning a lot of good things. Making Doolittle. That's what I'm saying. There's gonna be a lot of Doolittles. <laughs> Tommy, did I tell you one of my biggest dreams in life is to become an X-wing pilot in a movie or a TV show where I don't die? I, I would live forever. I don't know, but I want it. Because like, think like, about it. You want those you want those rules. I want I want my toy. Yeah. I want to be a Lego and I want to be in cartoons and deep lore. I want to be in the deep lore of Star Wars so I could be hey, Oh Mexicans, man. Me- brown people are taking over the Star Wars make, universe. Make me Porkins Jr. <laughs> I will be half white, half Mexican. 
I don't know Whatever. if y'all are realizing that what's happening right now. Like y'all are really taking over. I want Porkins. You got a, a, Let me be Porkins a, too. You have a Cassian uh what was Andor. Cassian Andor. Cassian Andor. Rosario Dawson is <laughs> she's go. sushi. You got Pedro. Uh, yeah. Pedro Pascal. That's what I'm saying. You got, I'm liking uh, Oscar it. Isaac. Oscar Isaac. You guys hey, deserve hey, but no, this. no, but <laughs> you really do. I, I don't want Star Wars if we're stepping over John Boyega like they did, because John Boyega got screwed. He got fucked over. We now know we we'll get our black Star Wars eventually. But point Lando's is, Lando's out there doing something. But yeah, other other Disney property. Go ahead, Black Star Wars. <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck, Sammy. I want Black Star Wars. The Mace Windu origin story is right there. Just just right ah, there. Man. <laughs> Everything you need. He's our Luke Skywalker, JJ. Hey. He's our Luke Skywalker. Let's do it again. Tommy, black people. Tommy, I just want more Lando Calrissian. <laughs> oh, he's there too, Come Sammy. on, come on, Han. Let's go. Let's saw Guerrero. Let's dig him up. Bring <laughs> let's, him up. Let's go. Let's go fight a Sarlacc or something. Come on, Han. Let's go drink some Colt 45. I'm all for... It's going to sound terrible. I'm sorry. I don't mean it in a, in a racial way. I'm all for not seeing any more white people in the Star Wars universe. I'm so tired of Skywalker. Skywalker. I, I want to see dark people. Give me every shade of brown for, for hey, like a couple of years. Hey, Darth Maul's black. Vader's black. I want to see some alien Jedi's. I, like Ahsoka was cool, but I want to see a Kit Fisto movie. <laughs> Kit Fisto. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars okay. needs more than two black people in the entire galaxy at one time. <laughs> it's it, it's not a lot of. It's I'm, not I'm a lot just of saying. I am. I am. Far away, I am saying that Lando Calrissian is enough black for most people, though. Like oh, just, just it, it's like person ever. Like, like if you put him on like North America, you put Bootsy Collins on South America. That's that's <laughs> enough blackness for all of it because they're just that awesome. The units will rub off. We were talking about Bootsy Collins earlier, and he's been on my mind because <laughs> I follow Bootsy Collins on Twitter, and he's a delight. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he's excellent. he and he was the original Black Starship man. So he was. Was he before he Star was. Wars? This uh, around the same time there you go might have been before yeah but bootsy collins for star wars let's start it there you go <laughs> <laughs> bring the fuck to star wars but anyway that's it uh jj any final thoughts on wandavision um rating no. perhaps rating uh i'd rate it like slightly higher than you like a 6.5 or a 7 i enjoyed it a little bit more because i was into that mystery in the beginning um but yeah, ultimately, like once it got to the Marvel movie, the other shoes started to drop and I realized like, oh no, this is just going to set up the next thing. Because around that time, I think was when I, I don't know if they announced it or I just like my dumbass self realized, oh crap, we're almost to March. That's when Falcon and Winter Soldier comes out. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So so that that brought it down a little bit for me, but I mean, it, it's it's popcorn TV. It's something that you kind of the the mystery is there if you really want to look for it. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, it's something that you can watch and turn your brain off. Like that last episode, the last two episodes, honestly, I wasn't devoting one hundred percent of my attention to it because I this last one I had to watch it like on on the rush to to make the show yeah uh i i didn't have the day off or anything so it's like all right i clocked out let me get dinner started and and i'll watch that as i eat and so like you know oh shit chicken's on fire right Good. what's oh. wanda doing 
Oh. <laughs> She's punching? Okay. <laughs> What's Vision talking about? The ship of Theseus. I know this already. Okay. <laughs> um, but but yeah, like it's a fun ride, but it is kind of a bait and switch. Don't 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 get your hopes up too high, I guess. <laughs> that's what I bet you that's what Marvel loves hearing about their flagship <laughs> Disney Plus television Fuck program. That, I give it a, a 4.5. Oh, sir. shit. Are you that guy? Because I thought I was going to be that guy giving it a 6.5. 4.5. It well, insulted me. He picked up on like every comic book Easter egg. So that's the other side of the token <laughs> where if. <laughs> and in saying that, JJ, this, they have potential to practically easily retcon most of this shit and make it mean something. They could easily do that. Right. I don't know if they will, but they can. Doesn't matter because what we had at face value was, and like I said, it was an advertisement and an, an insulting one. An insulting advertisement. Would, would you say, like, if it were the Christmas story? A crummy commercial? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's that. I'm, I'm going Ralphie. Yes. That's exactly. That's exactly what I felt. Like, Ralph Boner. Wasn't that the name of the oh, character of fucking Quicksilver? Yeah. Yeah. It was Get Ralph Boner, wasn't it? Here. Yeah. Yeah. Ralph Boner. <sighs> Get the fuck out of here. You didn't. You could have not done that at all. You could have left that entire thing out if that's what you were going to do. If that's what you mean to do. Again, you can fix it. It can be easily written within the Marvel Universe how you can make that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could. I don't know if they're going to do that. And... I don't... Agatha never admitted to like giving him superpowers. So he no. Was... Well, also... well, well, that well, was... The necklace it looked like, but right. who knows? We don't know. It's very... A lot of shit in the show is you just... Can, you can write your way around it by saying, like, no, he, he was already naturally fast. I just, yeah. I I just fucked with his from. head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Like, easily it can be done. But like, okay, that could be done. You didn't do it when you should have done it. You could have got people super excited. Like, explain that this guy came out of nowhere with all these Quicksilver powers. Maybe he doesn't know who he is. It's rifts in the multiverse. Something that could have hint at what we assume is going to be the main point of this next fucking phase. The next movie's called Multiverse of Madness. Tommy, for Tommy, fuck's sake, Tommy. But you give us a lazy commercial, Sammy. Tommy, you gave us a lazy don't, commercial. Don't don't worry because. Uh, Vision Wanda, the next series in it, oh, is going to retcon God. everything in WandaVision to make it make sense again. And then okay. we're gonna, and then we're going to love it because we're going to love good, it because you, you guys out. are <laughs> So here's the the big problem that I think that I used to run with especially in the show is that it's a lot like wrestling in the sense that you're fantasy booking it. You want your characters to win. You want the you want the story to continue, but you're not getting it because every movie has to be self-contained. You know what's going to happen? Magneto has been living with the mutants in, in an entire fucking island for the last 30 years, and they just escaped. That's what we're going to get. Right. Like, you're not going to get the big multiverse thing. It's just going to be Doctor Strange fighting Nightmare in another fire Dragon Ball Z firefight. Right. In the, in the sky. It always has to be in the sky. <laughs> well, 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 so, so well, is Magneto well, Ultimate Warrior? He's just gonna... <laughs> well, to be fair... And body slam the, the, the honky-tonk man for his intercontinental title? <laughs> well, Marcus, to be fair, uh, Doctor Strange did not end with punching in the sky. Actually, it was a matter of reversing punching in the sky and then arguing <laughs> with the demon. So... So if anybody's not fighting in the sky, it's Doctor Strange. But our good friends C. Robert C. Robert Cargill and Scott Derrickson got kicked off for a more popular uh what's his name? Uh Spider Man Sam, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. And 
and so now Sam Raimi's gonna make them punch in the sky, and so yes. um, do not trust Sam Raimi with another superhero movie. And they say that a hero. <laughs> oh, if he brings back Scott Stapp, <laughs> he's, not even, he's not even he's not even Nickelback. That's I got Nickelback. <laughs> Chad Kroger. There yeah. we go. Come on, there Sammy. Go, yeah. Come on, Sammy. Get your '90s rockers together. Um, and then what was the other one that this was linked to? Multiverse of Madness. And that was it, right? Just that was the only lead. That was lead it, in. yeah. As far as we know, it looks like Captain Marvel two. Whenever that happens, a little <sighs> bit of lead into that. So who the fuck knows, man? I can't like, believe they chose out of all the fucking comics that they have to do Secret of Secret Invasion after making Scrolls the good guys. Yeah, it was. Again, <laughs> if you don't know, Scrolls are like a super douche, super, <laughs> super douche Marvel, but they very common Marvel villain. It's like okay, we, what? Villains do we have? I don't know. Let's just do scrolls. All right, cool. They're go-tos for that shit. And you made them good guys, which again, you can make them bad guys. It could be a whole faction of evil scrolls. It's been like, what, 30 years since Captain Marvel. So oh. maybe they turn bad. Oh, that's but right. Invasion is very important within Marvel. So if they if they Civil War that shit, I will be upset. Speaking of Secret Invasion and Black Spider-Man, Spider-Man multiverse movie. And this was supposed to link to that somehow, remember? The Spider-Man oh. into the spider ver or was it oh, Super Come Home? What is it called now? Please, uh, please no, come home. No. Too far from God home. Can't, can't... No way home. There you go. Oh, no, no way, way home. home. So, yeah. guess what? We're going to want uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, and we're going to sure have uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, and, <laughs> and they're not going to exist. It's just going to be a cop-out. Our fan theory is going to be better than what, what they're going to come up with. It's just going to be fucking... No. Star Wars also has this problem. The ideas that people come up with are better than what we got. Right. The Thrall saga is really good in Star Wars, but that's not what they went with. <laughs> or uh, Thrawn. Thrawn. Yeah, Thrawn. Thrawn saga. Yeah, all you had to do was make Finn a Jedi and then make <laughs> Kylo Ren an evil Jedi or Sith or whatever and then make Ray choose between the two of them. That would have made everything make so much sense and make everything better. And they didn't do it because they're dumb, dumb people. Yeah. And I hate It's getting Disney. better, though, Sammy. It's getting better because of Mexicans and brown people. No, but we're not Jedis. We're shooting. We, sh we, sh we shoot people in the spine in an alley. That's the first thing that Diego Luna does is he goes, everything's going hey, to be okay. You have, no you have the ultimate Mandalorian. And his Chill face out. is covered. And his face is covered. <laughs> the not whole anymore. fucking time. Like he, he met the good now, Mandalorian no, but that are, like, not fanatic. Yeah, yeah, okay, guys. Yeah, yeah you're going to make the you're fucking... Hey, ways, Tommy, Sammy. Tommy, you're going to make the Hispanic guy not able to take care of his son and give him to a white man for adoption? Yeah, that's a good story for Latinos to have. Thank you. Damn, you're going really woke with this. He's right, though. He's right. I mean, <laughs> so, I cannot... I am not... a better life. Like, you wouldn't? <laughs> I cannot... Nobody... I cannot take care of my son. But that's just like a border story. I don't want a border story. I want to be cool. I'm sorry. This I want to be... of a border town offends you, Sammy. <laughs> Dare you say an illegal alien, JJ? You fucker. <laughs> you fucker. Yoda is an illegal alien, baby. You get shipped across many borders to We're a safe Yoda. Jedi home. Fine. Grogu, you... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right let's get I the fuck out of here <laughs> so, hey, so, by the way if we're going back to star wars key had a great comment palpatine i am all the sith lando and i am all the black people <laughs> but that's it for us True. thank you for watching our review we have about 10 people in here we had a lot of people joining us today so thank you for watching and next week we'll have our calendar out uh tomorrow we're gonna watch wrestling i think 
with the boys all socially distanced because I got the shot and and these JJ guys don't go anywhere. JJ has a shot and and I these have guys, the, I have part one. And I these guys think. don't go anywhere, so we're all in the bubble. So anyway, we're gonna go get our schedule down right, and we will be back sometime soon with another scene countdown next week and some other reviews and other stuff in the meantime. But that said. I'm Sammy Gonzalez. You can find me on Twitter at TheMexcellence on all forms of social media. At TheMexcellence, find me here. Marcos, where can they find you? Just type JLMarcos62 into anything and I'll pop up. Uh, JJ, where can they find you? They can find me by searching at Super Saiya JJ since Sammy shamed me. And oh, no! All of them are under Super Saiya JJ, all one word. Instagram, Twitter, doesn't matter. Super Saiyan JJ. Oh my God! I didn't even know you did that. Look at now it fixed. It's fixed. Super <laughs> Saiyan JJ. Tommy, where they find you? Oh, Tommy McGrew Art Instagram. All right, guys. Well, that's it for us. Thank you for watching. Thanks for sticking with us, and we will see you sometime next week. We'll have more games, more fun, more commentaries. In the meantime, we're out of here. Everybody, say bye to the people. Bye to the people. Right, bye to the people. Bye.